Welcome to Travel with Stephanie Abrams. Ah, we're going international today, people. And then I'm taking you off for some serious insights into some of the things you're going to need to remember when you are gallivanting about and experimenting in restaurants whether it's takeout or otherwise, that you've never eaten in before, especially if you're going to corners of America you haven't been to where they use spices that are different from where you live. And um, what you need to do to protect yourself from having an allergic reaction and what to do about it, because there's nothing worse than being sick away from home. You know, it just spoils your trip whether you are on business or pleasure trips. And so we're going to be talking about that later today. It's a really important issue for you and anybody in your life who deals with food allergies, particularly as we're looking to um, the iron curtain of disease being lifted and the ability to start traveling again outside of U.S. borders. And um, when you get into places where the language is different, it complicates things even more communicating with the wait staff as it relates to, you know, special food needs for the preparation of your food in a restaurant. Uh, and so we're going to be talking about that and other related issues and issues related to uh, the new lifting of travel restrictions for those who are Americans who are fully vaccinated. Yeah, new news from the CDC. And uh, we are in the midst of lining up a very special person from the CDC to come on and talk with us specifically about it. So you're getting it from the horse's mouth and not reinterpreted somewhere. But that's all good news. But in the meantime, you know, we have been talking for some time about Stay and Play USA, and I am still a great supporter of that. And clearly this new CDC ruling uh, is only related to travel within the U.S., for people who are fully vaccinated. But the time is coming when we will all be able to feel that our passports, again, have some value. Right now, they're worthless. But this is a good time to be dreaming and putting those dreams into plans. And you may not be ready to actually book what you want to do yet, But if you get it already sorted out, where you want to go, what you want to explore, what you want to do, and as part of what I refer to, a term I coined, intentional travel, examine your intentions. What do you want from that trip, whether it's business or pleasure? And if it's business, besides the order that you want to get, or the product you want to sell or buy, or the relationship you want to develop with a supplier abroad. As long as you're somewhere, what do you want to take advantage of in that destination? And how do you do that? And have it all ready so that the moment the announcement is made, the light has gone from red to amber to green. And now it's time, ladies and gentlemen, start your motors and head for the local airport and get yourself traveling to those places that you've always talked about one of these days I want to. 
One of these days is coming very soon. So be ready for it. And in that vein, we're going to be talking this hour with a very dear, very, I hate to say old friend. Friend for a long time. Don't call people old. <laughs> but a friend for a long time. Someone I met who is Irish from, of all places, I met him in Acapulco, Mexico, at the Mexican Tiangas, which is the Mayan word for powwow, where everybody gathers in the tourism industry who is interested in buying, selling, doing business in the travel at tourism and hospitality industry with people in Mexico. So I'll tell you quickly how I met Owen Corey. We were invited among a group of about 15 to 20 journalists from around the world who were handpicked from the list of all the journalists that were at Tiangas about 18 years ago, I'm going to say. Maybe 17 years ago, something like that. And we were picked by the folks, um, the PR people at El Presidente Hotels of Mexico to go on a sunset cruise on a yacht. It was like a 175-foot yacht. It was this enormous thing, gorgeous, to have a sunset cocktail cruise in Acapulco Bay uh, and accompanied by some of the executives from El Presidente Hotels. It was supposed to be from 5 p.m. to 7 p.m. We were to assemble at 4.30. We got there, we boarded, and everybody was having such a fabulous time that we were told, uh, the captain sees everybody's having a good time. Is there any reason why anybody has to go to shore? One person did, and we went back to the dock. They let her and her companion off, and we went back out in the bay. We didn't get back till 11 o'clock at night. It was amazing. They just let the good times roll, and they were enjoying that we were enjoying, which is the best thing can happen because this is now 17 years later, and I'm telling you about El Presidente Hotels because of that event. Well, some of the people asked for a dance contest, and they were dancing their hearts out, and it took a good hour and a half or two of dancing before a winner of the dance contest was declared. And somewhere near the end of the dance contest, or at the end, someone sitting across from where I was, he was sitting way at the front on the left side of the yacht, and I was sitting further back on the right side. But I had a clear line of shot of him. He went up to the fellow that was acting as the host and moderator and said to the host moderator, well, now that we've done a dance contest, can we do a singing contest? And I looked at my husband and said, and I couldn't hear his voice, but it was reinterpreted by the moderator into the microphone. And that's how, you know, anybody want to participate? We've had a request to do a singing contest. And I looked at my husband and said, I bet he's Irish. Because it is so typically Irish to find a way to infuse singing into everything. And I mean everything. You can go to the most serious conference 
on the most serious subjects, where if it's in Ireland, if the people participating are Irish, or if the person being honored is Irish, at the end of their speech, they will burst into song. Now, if the president and CEO of a company like Hewlett Packard or IBM suddenly started singing from the podium, Americans would look at one another and think he lost his last marble. But culturally, this is normal in Ireland. This is very Irish. So as soon as this fellow asked for a song contest, I, I, I knew. I knew his country of origin. The moderator agreed. I got up and walked across the yacht to where he was sitting, and I said, are you from Ireland? <laughs> and that's how I met Owen Quarry, who's waiting to talk with us live from Ireland right after this. Portions of today's show brought to you by Curacao, offering vacationers cultural experiences wrapped in history and charming traditional European architecture, a UNESCO World Heritage City on a southern Caribbean island with coves, beaches, and over 60 dive and snorkeling sites. Curacao, feel it for yourself. Visit curacao.com. I am delighted to introduce you to the editor of Air and Travel, which you can find online who has been named to the Tourism Recovery Task Force in Ireland, who, if you've just joined us, I met on a yacht at a Mexican tourism event about 17 or 18 years ago. And his name is Owen Corey, but forgive me if I call him Ian, because the spelling of his name always gets in the way of my pronunciation, because it's the Irish spelling, which begins with an E, not with an O. E-O-G-H-A-N is Owen. So forgive me if I forget and look at my notes for whatever reason, and that E jumps back in my face. The E is silent, people, and so is the G and the H. <laughs> But welcome to Learning the Irish Language. Thanks for joining us today. Owen, how are you? Oh, thank you for the lovely introduction, Stephanie. I always feel that you are a little piece of Ireland uh, broadcasting across the United States, more Irish than the Irish themselves, and a great ambassador and friend of Ireland. And I want to thank you for that, as well as being a friend, personal friend, uh, for all those years after that first encounter that wonderful evening in Acapulco, we went to, went to watch the divers and we stayed on board the yacht having the time of our lives. Oh, yeah. What's that place called? El Miramar. Isn't that what it's called? El Miramar, where the divers go off the cliffs. Yeah, we they're did... quite an interesting bunch because, you know, they're, um, they're different ages, obviously, and you get very experienced divers. And sometimes uh, some of the rock, it's, a, it's a quite a, a tricky dive. You have to do it from oh, yes. quite a height. You have to get your timing right. And some of them, you can see them losing their nerve. Some of them actually lose their nerve and have to be persuaded by their colleagues. But yeah, it's well, quite a sight when you get going. It's not just jumping like from a diving board. You have to jump just the, the water. The, the, the water keeps going in and out of this little rocky area, like a cove. And the water goes out. And they have to time jumping in when the water coming in is at a certain point when it's still pretty empty at the bottom so that by the time they get to the bottom, the water is there. And I have to tell you, 
It's wonderful to watch, but you'd never get me to try it. We have to take a quick break. We're going to come back and dive into finding out what's new and happening in Ireland these days as it relates to tourism with my very good friend, Owen Corey. Don't leave me. Movie show travel itineraries with dots on maps. I want to do better than that and take you traveling by TV. Hi, this is Stephanie Abrams. Join me on Sundays on my show, Travel TV with Stephanie Abrams, airing coast to coast when it's 5 p.m. Eastern Time. Plan to sit right beside me. We'll explore travel for fun, business, reunions, weddings, honeymoons, families, and sports adventures, reaching homes in Boston, New York City, Miami, Orlando, Tampa, Dallas, Houston, Nashville, Las Vegas, Los Angeles, and more cities across America. Our affiliate TV stations are listed at biztv.com. Let's take off traveling together when it's 5 p.m. Eastern Time on Sundays. Got your bags packed yet? Here's travel with Stephanie Abrams and her traveling companion, David Isby. The magic is happening at Yankee Candle Village in South Deerfield, Mass. One of New England's most popular attractions, the village is a unique entertaining world of fun, fantasy, food, and fragrance for the whole family. It's also the world's largest candle shop, where kids and grown-ups can make their own candles. The village is home to the enchanting Black Forest, where it snows year-round. Santa's Workshop, where he welcomes visitors every day of the year. And the Bavarian Christmas Village, filled with sparkling holiday ornaments. In addition to over 400,000 candles, you'll find toys, gifts, and more from great names like Pandora and Vera Bradley. And with tasty treats from Yankee Candy, Fresh Fudge, and Popcornopolis, every day is a holiday. Or sit down with the family for a wonderful meal at the award-winning Chandler's Restaurant. Yankee Candle Village in South Deerfield, Mass. Where families come for the candles and stay for the fun. Take the Mass Pike to I-91, exit 24. Ah, Curacao, the island that offers vacationers 55 different cultures wrapped in history and charming traditional European architecture like those you'd find in the Netherlands, but dressed in Southern Caribbean sherbet colors. Curacao's capital city, Willemstead, is a UNESCO World Heritage City waiting for you to explore its many attractions. And when you've whipped up an appetite and thirst after sightseeing and visiting your choice of over 60 dive and snorkeling sites complete with intimate coves and beaches, you'll find a a wide variety of sidewalk cafes, gourmet restaurants, local eateries, and markets to satisfy every palate. Slide into Curacao's live and let live way of life. Curacao, feel it for yourself. Visit curacao.com or call toll free 800-328-7222. That's 800-328-7222. Here's a unique gift for everyone on your shopping list. Do a Meet the Author chat online with Stephanie Abrams after reading Rumors, her critically acclaimed novel. Just purchase a minimum of five copies of Rumors in print or ten in ebook format from any online bookseller. Email Stephanie three convenient dates and times in 2021 when you and your gift list recipients of Rumors are available to chat. Perfect for your next book club discussion, too. Contact Rumors Meetup at AOL.com 
with the dates and times, and Stephanie will confirm this special event. Ask questions, share feedback, and be a part of a memorable experience for every gift-giving occasion filled with conspiracies, lies, love, lust, and intrigue. Contact Rumors Meetup at AOL.com. Visit sabrams.net for details. Rumors by Stephanie Abrams, the perfect and unique gift for everyone on your shopping list. It's travel with Stephanie Abrams. You know, um, it's remarkable how many people I have met in Asia, in South America, in Africa, um, on cruise ships in Europe, certainly in Ireland, who I have met through my experiences in the travel industry, who have truly become long-term friends and every now and then, Owen Corey pops up in my mind. He's been a guest on Travel with Stephanie Abrams in the past uh, and in uh, Travelers 411 and Traveling Feet, which were different names of the show at different points. Um, but, you know, what's really exciting about it is that we met in this quintessential moment on this yacht in Acapulco at a Mexican tourism event, and we've managed to stay in touch. And every now and then, you know, I my my favorite talk radio station outside of the U.S. Uh, is News Talk, and you can find them at NewsTalk.com. And if you go to NewsTalk.com, you'll see their homepage always has little stories. And you can click on them to get the rest of the story about this and that going on in Ireland. And frequently they talk about travel, mostly travel leaving Ireland. Um, sometimes travel within Ireland and what's happening in Ireland. And I listen to it online um, until it's 2 p.m. Eastern time because after that it's 7 p.m. in Ireland and it's all sports talk of which I have absolutely zero interest and that's when I switched to Lyric FM, an RTE radio station that is also online that plays the greatest music. So um, in any event, a couple days ago, I'm puttering around and I've got news talk on. And who's speaking but Owen Corey? And I thought, oh, my goodness. They've got him on as a guest talking about this and that. My audience needs to hear him too. And so I dug out Owen's phone number, um, pounced upon him, and he was gracious enough to be a willing victim today. So thank you for joining us. Uh, you know, I spoke in the first segment, Owen, about Irishmen getting up to sing at events. And before we started uh, this interview, um, I, I said to you, you know, I have a great memory of you and the then executive director of Tourism Ireland Northwest singing at a dinner um that was a gathering of a bunch of people that Paul McClune, who was the the head of uh, Fault Ireland Northwest, um, had organized so I could meet a bunch of people in the region that we wouldn't have time to go and visit. 
And I already knew you from Acapulco. And that was a delight to see you again. But I was so surprised when you got up to sing. So I hope before we're done today, in typical Irish fashion, you'll sing for us. Will you do that later? We might do that. We might finish up with a little verse of a song anyway. That would be a nice thing. Be a nice, so that's something to look forward to. It has so, to be done. How, how are you doing? What are you up to these days? It's been a year. Um, it's been a year for loads of uh, reasons that were bad, but also reasons that were good. One of the things that happened within Ireland was a rediscovery of the country by Irish people. Irish people tend to, you know, in large numbers, we're, we're great travellers. The only country that does more per capita travelling than Ireland in the world is Norway. And with small population, we do a lot of trips, mainly to more sunny locations than Ireland. Obviously, last year, there was more, more difficult to do that. And people who had been to, for instance, Donegal that you just instanced, uh, Irish people might have been there, you know, 25 years ago. And they said, um, let's, you know, I'll go back and look because there's always a feeling within your own country. And I see it, with, you know, not so much within the United States as a whole, but within particular states. I've been there. I've done that. I've seen that I need to move somewhere further afield. But nothing in Ireland bears any resemblance to what it was 25 years ago in terms of visitor facilities, in terms of the sort of activities people are organising, the amazing revolution in outdoor activities, canoeing, the greenways, blueways, which is where greenways are where you walk along a bank of a river or, you know, cycle path. They use a lot of the very old railway lines beautiful scenery through the west of Ireland. Waterford has a fantastic greenway. But also the blue ways, which are, tend to be water-based, where you get in a canoe and you do a tour of the lakes and the inland waterways of Ireland. Well, we're going to take um, a quick I, commercial break and we're going to come right back and continue to dive in. So stay with me. Don't leave me, people. We'll be right back. Portions of today's show brought to you by Curacao, offering vacationers cultural experiences wrapped in history and charming traditional European architecture. A UNESCO World Heritage City on a southern Caribbean island with coves, beaches, and over 60 dive and snorkeling sites. Curacao, feel it for yourself. Visit curacao.com. Here's a unique gift for everyone on your shopping list. Do a Meet the Author chat online with Stephanie Abrams after reading Rumors, her critically acclaimed novel. Just purchase a minimum of five copies of Rumors in print or ten in ebook format from any online bookseller. Email Stephanie three convenient dates and times in 2021 when you and your giftless recipients of Rumors are available to chat. Perfect for your next book club discussion, too. Contact Rumors Meetup at AOL.com with the dates and times, and Stephanie will confirm this special event. Ask questions, share feedback, and be a part of a memorable experience for every gift-giving occasion filled with conspiracies, lies, love, lust, and intrigue. Contact Rumors Meetup at AOL.com. Visit sabrams.net for details. Rumors by Stephanie Abrams, the perfect and unique gift for everyone on your shopping list. Movie show travel itineraries with dots on maps. I want to do better than that and take you traveling by TV. Hi, this is Stephanie Abrams. Join me on Sundays on my show, Travel TV with Stephanie Abrams, airing coast to coast when it's 5 p.m. Eastern time. Plan to sit right beside me. 
We'll explore travel for fun, business, reunions, weddings, honeymoons, families, and sports adventures, reaching homes in Boston, New York City, Miami, Orlando, Tampa, Dallas, Houston, Nashville, Las Vegas, Los Angeles, and more cities across America. Our affiliate TV stations are listed at biztv.com. Let's take off traveling together when it's 5 p.m. Eastern Time on Sundays. Got your bags packed yet? Here's travel with Stephanie Abrams and her traveling companion, David Isby. Ah, Curacao, the island that offers vacationers 55 different cultures wrapped in history and charming traditional European architecture like those you'd find in the Netherlands, but dressed in Southern Caribbean sherbet colors. Curacao's capital city, Willemstead, is a UNESCO World Heritage City waiting for you to explore its many attractions. And when you've whipped up an appetite and thirst after sightseeing and visiting your choice of over 60 dive and snorkeling sites complete with intimate coves and beaches, you'll find a wide variety of sidewalk cafes, gourmet restaurants, local eateries, and markets to satisfy every palate. Slide into Curacao's live and let live way of life. Curacao, feel it for yourself. Visit curacao.com or call toll-free 800-328-7222. That's 800-328-7222. The magic is happening at Yankee Candle Village in South Deerfield, Mass. One of New England's most popular attractions, the village is a unique entertaining world of fun, fantasy, food, and fragrance for the whole family. It's also the world's largest candle shop, where kids and grown-ups can make their own candles. The village is home to the enchanting Black Forest, where it snows year-round. Santa's Workshop, where he welcomes visitors every day of the year. And the Bavarian Christmas Village, filled with sparkling holiday ornaments. In addition to over 400,000 candles, you'll find toys, gifts, and more from great names like Pandora and Vera Bradley. And with tasty treats from Yankee Candy, Fresh Fudge, and Popcornopolis, every day is a holiday. Or sit down with the family for a wonderful meal at the award-winning Chandler's Restaurant. Yankee Candle Village in South Deerfield, Mass., where families come for the candles and stay for the fun. Take the Mass Pike to I-91, exit 24. Rumors, Stephanie Abrams' novel of secrets, lies, and conspiracies that ensnare the lives of ordinary people in a tightening web that all starts with rumors. Available at Amazon.com in print and Kindle formats and BarnesandNoble.com. Rumors by Stephanie Abrams, the perfect leisure time companion. Coast to coast with the most travel professionals and the best business and leisure travel information. Travel with Stephanie Abrams and on-air traveling companion David. It's travel with Stephanie Abrams. On the line with me is Owen Corey. He is editor of Air and Travel. You can find it online, and uh, which is a good thing in this age of COVID, when you know it's easier to get anything uh, digitally than uh, in print. And he is also a member of the Tourism Recovery Task Force in Ireland. Let me ask a question about the Tourism Recovery Task Force. Is that the task force, or maybe that I'm thinking of the hotel 
Recovery Task Force that Elena Fitzgerald Kane is on. Is she on that committee with you? That's the one. That's the one, Stephanie. Uh, Elena Fitzgerald Kane is one of the members. Tourism Ireland are on it. Fault Ireland. Obviously, um, some of the, the aviation groups are also on it. And we have different work streams. Um, the idea is to, you know, have a look at what post-COVID tourism is going to look like. How is Ireland readied up for this? How are we going to fare internationally in presenting uh, our portfolio of product to the post-COVID world? It doesn't take much scratching of a head to know that post-COVID is not going to be stadium stuff. Uh, big queues for events, 5,400 people on a cruise ship. All of those things are not going to be back in fashion very quickly. And sadly, the sort of very pub-based Temple Bar, wonderful product, uh, lots of crowds and people singing and dancing and are listening to tremendous folk music. So a lot of the, the real uh, push will be on outdoors, the stuff that Ireland does very well, cliff walks with the wind blowing through your hair, that's the sort of thing that will be perfectly safe in the post-COVID world. And we've got to make sure that when uh, CDC um, approval for Americans traveling and also on the European side, that uh, Ameri- Americans, are, the uh, airports are opened and the airwaves are, are open again for American tourists that we love seeing coming, that we have a very, very good, up-to-date, modern and safe product to offer people well you know as you were talking owen you brought to mind some outdoor walking tours which i'm uh, personally familiar with and um have um gotten to know those who developed uh, implemented operate them um there's a fellow the names of the people aren't coming to mind because you know i don't work from a script it's always a conversation so i have to rely on my memory but there's a fellow in Kinsale, uh, and I hope he has lived through this COVID thing because he's an older gentleman. But he does a fabulous walking tour of an area that likes to think of itself as the gourmet capital of Ireland. But I think, Owen, you'll agree with me that since 1995, it's pretty tough for Kinsale to compete for that title given the food explosion in uh, cuisine in Ireland in the last uh, 25 years. 26 years now but and there's another fellow whose mom owns a pub in Kinsale and he does a ghost tour at night with with everybody holding a a lantern with a candle in it and um, it's wonderful and uh, my very good friend Brian Nolan does walking tours in Galway and they're not just walk around and, you know, there's St. Nicholas Church and, you know, that's where the clattering comes from. He does all these really specific, interesting tours. And he, in his heart, he is a poet. And so the kinds of things that he notices and points out and talks with people about. So you want to look for Brian Nolan's walking tours out of Galway. But you'll find them. Oh, and there's a fellow in Dublin named Pat, I want to say Liddy, L-I-D-D-Y. Do you know him, Owen? Very well. I've, Pat would have been authored a lot of books. I do a lot of uh, history uh, over here as well, and Pat would be a, a co- colleague and um, very somebody I'm very would have been very close to at various stages. I would have 
uh, as editor of another publication, published some of his material. Well, Pat has a company, and it's, I don't know, if I think it's called Pat Liddy Walking Tours, but I'm not sure. But you'll find him. Just go Google um, uh, Pat Liddy and Walking Tours Dublin, and you'll connect with him easily. And, you know, these places I've mentioned can sail... Galway, Barna, which is a, a kind of a little town just out maybe five kilometers from, um, no, it's more, Spittle is five kilometers away, so it's a little bit more. But it's it's a, a, a hop and a jump from Galway town, Barna, B-A-R-N-A. And um, he does walking tours of both Galway town and Barna and the region. And they're all, you know, what a wonderful way if you're ambulatory and you know you can manage whatever mobility challenges, um, it's a wonderful way to see these places, including Dublin, which is overflowing with interesting things you might not notice unless somebody put it all efficiently together for you and took you on a good walk. So um, what were you talking with with the folks on News Talk Radio? We were talking really about how Ireland's going to manage um, the opening up of the of uh, access international air access i lost you job um that you will manage stephanie to keep COVID away and new variants away away and quite a debate about how much of that drawbridge gets pulled up one of my strong strong arguments is that international travel isn't a vector of COVID. that you manage the uh, the, the uh, outbreaks within the localities in which they occur, but that by any sort of messing around with international travel will actually hurt um, your your most parts of your economy, including your ability to deal with the virus. We've seen that happen internationally um, when the Ebola virus caused havoc in West Africa and when airlines stopped running services to countries. It didn't keep uh, the, it didn't uh, it ca- it caused huge hurt to the economy so my my strong feeling is that when um the numbers get back under control again ireland's uh, covid average it's, it's underneath the european average we've been more or less on the european average through most of 2020 we're now probably the sixth or the seventh best in terms of uh, covid in the continent of europe and the most interesting of all the airlines um, mainly from the North American point of view, Aer Lingus, have a very ambitious schedule in place. If you look at the summer for 2021, the routes are nearly all book- bookable. Uh, we did lose a couple, but not very many. Uh, Minneapolis is gone, Miami is gone, but San Francisco, Los Angeles, as well as the core three routes, which are Chicago, Boston and New York, are all back there, including a route uh, to Hartford, Connecticut, which has been there for about five years, which you know wouldn't be a trunk route. They're all there in the booking system. And my real case that I'm making, both inside uh, lobby groups and outside in the media, is that we have to make sure that Ireland is open for business and more importantly, we have to give people the real ease of access that has made Ireland a favourite location for America. Even though there's a long distance, you have to pop across the Atlantic to come to Ireland. America is Ireland's second biggest inbound market, hugely well, you know, important economically. 
Oddly enough, in the other direction, despite our tiny population, we're also important for American tourism. We're the 13th biggest market, uh, tourism market going into America. When you consider that we're, if you were to line up the countries of the world in terms of population, we'd just be in outside the, the top 100. That's quite an achievement. It shows the cultural and the, um, the modern air technology makes the, the hop over to Ireland a lot quicker uh, a lot easier than it used to be because of the the and a lot cheaper than it used to be because uh, modern aircraft burn less fuel and with the wind be at your back if you're coming from boston you can make it to shannon in four and a half hours that's quite a thought we made it uh to dublin in four and a half hours uh on one of our trips if you're flying from boston the the uh, expectation is um, about five hours, but if you've got a good strong wind behind you, because going eastward the wind is coming from behind you, on one of our flights, I want to say in 2019, um, we were traveling at the you normally you travel at a rate of 600 miles an hour. But we were traveling at 800 miles an hour. And our flight that was supposed to land at 5.05 a.m. Irish time landed at 4.30 (laughs) in the morning. (laughs) I mean, you hardly have time to buckle your seatbelt, even if it's just on a normal five-hour flight. Um, Settle in, have a meal. Um, if you don't put your movies on early enough, you may find that the plane is landing and you don't get to see the end of it, which has happened to me twice on Aer Lingus flights, where I didn't, I had to see if I could find the DVD of the film or find it on Netflix because I didn't get to see the last 10 minutes of the movie because we landed too soon. You can get from the east coast of the U.S. to Ireland and be on a golf course playing golf in less time than it takes to fly from the East Coast to California with the intention of playing golf. So it's just, you know, to run over for a couple of days and have a weekend and come back, um, you know, it's just as easy as going on a business trip. And I know people who travel great distances and are in the air more hours than they're on the ground because they have a meeting they have to go to. Take that same mentality and treat yourself to a fabulous break. If you can go to Chicago for one night, you can go to Ireland for a night or two and and really infuse into your system. um, Well, I always refer to it as, you know, recharging my batteries because there's only so much time I can spend in the U.S. before I need a dose of Ireland. But of course, I was a leprechaun in a previous lifetime, so I have to commune with the leprechauns and the fairies. And by the way, the fairies in Ireland um, are not the sweet little, you know, um, kind of uh, Disney story, Tinkerbell kind of fairies. They're mischief makers. <laughs> so <laughs> you don't want to make you're, them angry. You're or... absolutely right, Stephanie. You don't mess with the fairies. No, you don't. Um, there's a 
things they can do. I mean, if you're, my grandmother would always uh, let the fairies know before she threw a pail of water out the back door of her house in the west of Ireland, just in case you got the fairies drenched. Uh, if the fairies do something like disorientate you and you don't know your left from your right, you can get lost coming home. But one sure cure, and it works for Irish fairies, so it might work for American ones as well, is put your jacket on uh, inside out or back to front and it confuses the fairies and you're, that's the way you escape from their spell. I want to thank you for that story. I hadn't heard that one once, and I and I adore your granny. <laughs> I mean, what a great story. I was at a luncheon with, we live in Lanesboro, Massachusetts, which is twinned with Lanesboro in County Longford, and it's twinned because of my efforts and the help of my husband in making that twinning happen before the, between the two towns, which have common history in their naming. And we were over in County Longford. We went for lunch in County Roscommon, which is like next door, at the Abbey Hotel, which I'm sure you know. And if you're going to uh, Ireland, people, find your way through Roscommon. Don't just hug the shorelines. There's lots to see in the middle of the country. And uh, go to Roscommon, and behind the Abbey Hotel, there is um, um, a, an ancient um, medieval um, um, ruin of, a, of an abbey of a church and in any event um, I'm going to take a quick break and come back and just finish that little story up real quick for you because it's a cutie don't leave me portions of today's show brought to you by Curacao offering vacationers cultural experiences wrapped in history and charming traditional European architecture a UNESCO world heritage city on a southern Caribbean island with coves beaches and over 60 dive and snorkeling sites Curacao Feel it for yourself. Visit Curacao.com. Here's a unique gift for everyone on your shopping list. Do a Meet the Author chat online with Stephanie Abrams after reading Rumors, her critically acclaimed novel. Just purchase a minimum of five copies of Rumors in print or ten in ebook format from any online bookseller. Email Stephanie three convenient dates and times in 2021 when you and your giftless recipients of Rumors are available to chat. Perfect for your next book club discussion, too. Contact Rumors Meetup at AOL.com with the dates and times, and Stephanie will confirm this special event. Ask questions, share feedback, and be a part of a memorable experience for every gift-giving occasion filled with conspiracies, lies, love, lust, and intrigue. Contact Rumors Meetup at AOL.com. Visit sabrams.net for details. Rumors by Stephanie Abrams, the perfect and unique gift for everyone on your shopping list. The magic is happening at Yankee Candle Village in South Deerfield, Mass. One of New England's most popular attractions, the village is a unique entertaining world of fun, fantasy, food, and fragrance for the whole family. It's also the world's largest candle shop, where kids and grown-ups can make their own candles. The village is home to the enchanting Black Forest, where it snows year-round. Santa's Workshop, where he welcomes visitors every day of the year. 
and the Bavarian Christmas Village, filled with sparkling holiday ornaments. In addition to over 400,000 candles, you'll find toys, gifts, and more from great names like Pandora and Vera Bradley. And with tasty treats from Yankee Candy, Fresh Fudge, and Popcornopolis, every day is a holiday. Or sit down with the family for a wonderful meal at the award-winning Chandler's Restaurant. Yankee Candle Village in South Deerfield, Mass., where families come for the candles and stay for the fun. Take the Mass Pike to I-91, exit 24. Movie show travel itineraries with dots on maps. I want to do better than that and take you traveling by TV. Hi, this is Stephanie Abrams. Join me on Sundays on my show, Travel TV with Stephanie Abrams, airing coast to coast when it's 5 p.m. Eastern Time. Plan to sit right beside me. We'll explore travel for fun, business, reunions, weddings, honeymoons, families, and sports adventures, reaching homes in Boston, New York City, Miami, Orlando, Tampa, Dallas, Houston, Nashville, Las Vegas, Los Angeles, and more cities across America. Our affiliate TV stations are listed at biztv.com. Let's take off traveling together when it's 5 p.m. Eastern Time on Sundays. Got your bags packed yet? Here's travel with Stephanie Abrams and her traveling companion, David Isby. Ah, Curacao, the island that offers vacationers 55 different cultures wrapped in history and charming traditional European architecture like those you'd find in the Netherlands, but dressed in Southern Caribbean sherbet colors. Curacao's capital city, Willemstead, is a UNESCO World Heritage City waiting for you to explore its many attractions. And when you've whipped up an appetite and thirst after sightseeing and visiting your choice of over 60 dive and snorkeling sites complete with intimate coves and beaches, you'll find a wide variety of sidewalk cafes, gourmet restaurants, local eateries, and markets to satisfy every palate. Slide into Curacao's live and let live way of life. Curacao, feel it for yourself. Visit curacao.com or call toll-free 800-328-7222. That's 800-328-7222. Rumors. Stephanie Abrams' novel of secrets, lies, and conspiracies that ensnare the lives of ordinary people in a tightening web that all starts with rumors. Available at Amazon.com in print and Kindle formats and BarnesandNoble.com. Rumors by Stephanie Abrams, the perfect leisure time companion. Coast to coast with the most travel professionals and the best business and leisure travel information. Travel with Stephanie Abrams and on-air traveling companion Dave... It's travel with Stephanie Abrams. So I was telling you about uh, talking with Owen Corey, um, a member of the Tourism Recovery Task Force in Ireland and the first journalist to actually serve in that capacity. But his beat is travel and he knows his stuff. And you know I only bring you guests who are of the highest caliber in travel and tourism to give you the real and accurate information um, you know, it's a rare day when I have somebody on who's written a book about travel because if I want an opinion, I'll give my own. 
But um, I like to have on people who really know the industry and what it's about. But we were talking about Irish fairies. And they can be, you know, miserable and play tricks on you your whole life if you make them angry. So I really love that story, Owen, that you told about your granny making sure she gave warning in the backyard before she tossed out a bucket of, of soapy water or, you know, dishwater or something um, so she wouldn't splash them because she wouldn't want them playing pranks on you the rest of your life. But I was at this luncheon uh, in um, Roscommon. And by the way, people, if you go to the town of Roscommon, in County Roscommon, kind of like New York, New York. If you go there and you're at, you go into the town, there is like a town square. And in that square is a place to eat called Gleason's, G-L-E-E-S-O-N apostrophe S. Upstairs, they have some very nice, immaculately kept rooms if you want to overnight. But downstairs is a wonderful restaurant. and They serve meals from breakfast onward. And breakfast is not something traditionally you find restaurants open to serve in Ireland. It's culturally not something people do. They eat home. So unless you're in a big city, you better eat breakfast in your hotel, um, which is generally included in your hotel no matter where you are. But in any event, and if you go there, say hi to Mary Gleason for me and tell her Stephanie Abrams sends hugs. So we're at this table, Owen, and I'm sitting next to John Casey, who owned Casey's Butcher Shop, and now retired and he sold it on, um, in, uh, in County Longford in the town of Lanesboro. And he's talking about Irish fairies. And he said, but you know, it's just a superstition, you know. Like the story you told us about your granny. It's just a superstition that, you know. What we were talking about was hawthorn trees. Hawthorn trees is where Irish fairies make their homes. And you wouldn't want to cut down a hawthorn tree because the fairies would be after you the rest of your life playing tricks on you. And somebody told that story at the table. And John Casey spoke up and said, oh, but that's just a superstition. And Fabian Walsh from... Lanesboro County Longford gave John Casey a stern glare and said, but you wouldn't be cutting down a hawthorn tree, would you, John? And John shook his head rapidly and said, no, no. <laughs> so, Stephanie, there is a road in Ireland. Um, most Many people who will fly into Shannon Airport will drive this road. It's from Ennis to Gort. Uh, it's a new motorway that was built in around 2011 or 2012. Right, I remember. It's, and, it's the Ennis Bypass. There is a part of it where it, there is an unnecessary bend that the engineers did not plan into the design of the motorway because of a fairy hawthorn tree that nobody in the construction company would cut down. The tree is still there and the road moved. The tree didn't because you don't mess with the fairies. Can you uh, digitally send me a map with that spot marked? Because the next time I'm driving from Ennis to Gort on my way to Galway or Tuam, how do you say that? Is it Tuam? T-U-A-M? Tuam. Tuam. I never Tum. say it right. T-U-A. The Irish spellings are you know, not your best friend from pronunciation. But um, it's, a, it's a very, very, uh, very complicated language. It's like a Rubik's Cube. If you move one word, it changes the spelling of all the words in the sentence. So it's quite complicated. <laughs> you know, I have a book on learning uh, Irish for Dummies. I have two, three different um, um, 
CD sets on on learning Irish, and they managed to just sit on the shelf, you know, next to my desk, with the the hope that one day I will sit down and begin to tackle the Irish language. Not an easy one. You're right, not an easy one. But I'm really happy that there is has been so much attention in the last couple of decades to making the Irish language a requirement as part of the education of Irish children because so much of Irish culture is um, captured in that as well. You know we've run out of time. You're going to have to come back again. It has been such a joy having you. Owen Corey, member of the Tourism Task Recovery Task Force in Ireland and editor of Air and Travel. Go find them online. Thank you for joining us today. This has been an absolute joy. People, stay with me. More to come. We're going off to Germany next. We're flying high. Welcome to Travel with Stephanie Abrams. Welcome to another hour of Travel with Stephanie Abrams. And we do our best to make each hour the best one yet. I have a wonderful guest lined up for you this hour. Actually, I have a wonderful guest lined up for me this hour. And you're getting to sit in on it. (laughs) I think you're really going to enjoy what's coming ahead. Um... Remember that if you've missed any part of today's show or you have to leave us before we've wrapped up um, all the hours that are Travel with Stephanie Abrams, you can catch us in the podcast at whoever your favorite podcaster is. Go look for Travel with Stephanie Abrams or take the easy way. Go to sabrams.net, S-A-B-R-A-M-S.net. And when you get there, click on podcasts. And you'll find the links to Spotify. But, um, you know, you'll also find links at the top of that page when you get to the podcast that'll take you to, what will it take you to? iHeartRadio, Google Play, or um, Apple Radio, which used to be iTunes. They changed the name. Um, Listen Notes. Uh, Golly, anybody that, you know, is anybody out there in podcasting carries us and and we're very grateful for that so it's easy for you to find us and connect with us also we archive every show so if you just want to hear it streaming and you don't want to download anything to take with you and that kind of thing although when you go to podcast you just click it it'll play for you but because it's a podcast if you wanted to download it and take it with you you could but you can go to the archived radio section travel with stephanie abrams archive radio and you'll and in both places you'll find show notes and links to the relevant websites associated with our guests so and lots more go have fun there um i want to take you off to hamburg germany where a very dear friend niels helped who i met when he was newly arrived in new york city He was transferred after about 12 years of working 
with Lufthansa uh, as a director of different departments at Lufthansa, um, the last of which was the director of live carvo, cargo. And we, uh, he, at his encouragement, uh, when we went to Frankfurt to meet all the hotshots at Lufthansa, we got a tour of the live cargo area where at any one time you might see, you know, rather than steamer trunks and containers, you might see camels and thoroughbred racehorses and little baby chicks and tiny fish in plastic bubbles filled with water being shipped from one place to another and lots of dogs dogs and cats that were being shipped places many times show dogs uh but um you know champion types but in any event uh, Niels was um transferred to new york city and promoted to the position of um director of communications for the americas and that's where i met him and I met him simply by learning that fact in a travel trade newspaper and sending him a note, wishing him lots of good luck and happiness and success in New York and telling him, I, you know, give me a call sometime, we'll talk. And that not only led to a professional relationship, but a great friendship, um, which you'll note as um, the... the, the, the uh, the, the salutation he's, he likes to use with me. Uh, but in any event, uh, we've adopted Niels. He's adopted us, and we're members of the same family now. And I, because of circumstances, he was offered a position in based in Hamburg, but he travels the world, um, as the head of communications for Hapag Lloyd, one um, of the biggest shipping companies in the world. And when the ship, the Ever Given, uh, got stuck in the Suez Canal, he was the first person I thought of. Because the, the, what is doing the most traveling in the last 13 months, um, pieces of furniture, clothing, uh, all kinds of uh, products for people in houses, indoors and out, uh, they're traveling by ship because people are ordering online uh, and p things are being shipped in containers globally to come to your front door since probably you haven't been doing much shopping in department stores or big discount, big box stores. And so um, I thought we'd get some insights into um, all that stuff you've seen on the news. And I have some inside knowledge about the Evergreen Company and um, not necessarily the ship ever given, but the history of those folks that I think will blow your mind. And we're going to do that right after this. Portions of today's show brought to you by Curacao, offering vacationers cultural experiences wrapped in history and charming traditional European architecture. A UNESCO World Heritage City on a southern Caribbean island with coves, beaches, and over 60 dive and snorkeling sites. Curacao, feel it for yourself. Visit curacao.com. Guests of Stephanie Abrams' travel shows when here in the Berkshires of Western Massachusetts stay at the delightful and trendy boutique Hotel on North. Visit their website at hotelonnorth.com. I am delighted to have on the line with us 
Niels helped, who has indicated that he's okay. <laughs> uh, he I, uh... is, is your title vice president of communications or something else for Hatbag Lloyd? What is your title, Niels? I have trouble keeping up with you. Well, the official title is Senior Director of Corporate Communications, but I feel that it's making me pretty old, so rather say spokesperson or something like that. that that's absolutely sufficient. <laughs> yes, and a humble man, too. You know, it's funny that you even phrase it that way. Um, one of my favorite quotes is from Indira Gandhi who said that the best advice her grandfather gave her was the following. There are two kinds of people. Those who do the work and those who take the credit for it. Aspire to be in the first group. There's less competition there. <laughs> That's really good. Yeah, well, in my profession, you know, as, as a spokesperson, you should not be in the center of everything. I mean, I, I understand my work as, as being a service provider for my executives, right, and for my company. So basically, spokespeople should always be in the background, from my point of view. Well, you know, in general, that is a given in the world of public relations and communications, the people that, that are supposed to, you know, make sure the information gets out, make the appointments with the media for key people to deliver announcements and news and whatever needs to get out there. And it has been a given traditionally that PR people, when a group is assembled of executives of a company or heads of organizations or whatever, and the PR people are on site to make sure everything goes smoothly for whatever the event is. When a, picture, when a photo op happens, when they gather up all the key people, the PR people are not supposed to be in the photo. The PR people are not supposed to be the ones that are being interviewed. And I have found in the last five to eight years that many times when there's a destination or uh, an attraction or a hotel, a hotel or a hotel group that I'd like to have somebody come on the air and talk with me about, the PR person nominates him or herself to be that person. And it's like, nah, that's not going to happen. No, I want the general manager. I want the owner. I want the vice president, the executive vice president, the CEO. You know, I want somebody that my audience sees as, you know, truly credible because, you know, they they really know what the organization is about. But I know your history and your background and um and I love you like a brother. And um and I miss you by the way. I like to see this COVID and I love you like thing a, go. I love you like a sister as well, right? Yeah, you know, it's it's amazing what doors uh, being involved in the travel industry has opened to me. Um, I, there is no question I have more friends outside the U.S. than I have inside the U.S. There is no question. I mean, I know such wonderful people who I truly adore around the globe. And and um, I, I'll bet 
you have the same story because, you know, you traveled a lot with Lufthansa. And I remember when you landed in the U.S. and we connected, um, I think you arrived in July, uh, in June of 2012. And I connected with you in late June or early July 2012. And we, you know, we got into great mischief together. Uh, doing wonderful things for Lufthansa that I'm not entirely sure they completely appreciated, by the way. But we got into <laughs> wonderful mischief on behalf of Lufthansa. Um, and then when um, I, I remember that, it, if tell me if I'm wrong, it was September 23rd, 2014. I'm doing this from memory, people. It's not written down anywhere. Uh, don't ever tell me anything, though, you want me to forget. I'm pretty sure it was December 23rd, 2014. That was your last day at Lufthansa. And then you shipped out and your furnishings followed you at some point. Is that right? Am I close? That, that is absolutely true. Yeah, I arrived then in Germany on the 27th here in Hamburg for the first time. And then I started my new life here on October 1st in 2014. Yeah, We're going to take a quick commercial a break. We have to take a quick commercial break and come back, and we're, we're gonna we'll talk about that too. Don't leave me, people. show travel itineraries with dots on maps. I want to do better than that and take you traveling by TV. Hi, this is Stephanie Abrams. Join me on Sundays on my show, Travel TV with Stephanie Abrams, airing coast to coast when it's 5 p.m. Eastern time. Plan to sit right beside me. We'll explore travel for fun, business, reunions, weddings, honeymoons, families, and sports adventures, reaching homes in Boston, New York City, Miami, Orlando, Tampa, Dallas, Houston, Nashville, Las Vegas, Los Angeles, and more cities across America. Our affiliate TV stations are listed at biztv.com. Let's take off traveling together when it's 5 p.m. Eastern Time on Sundays. Got your bags packed yet? Here's travel with Stephanie Abrams and her traveling companion, David Isby. The magic is happening at Yankee Candle Village in South Deerfield, Mass. One of New England's most popular attractions, the village is a unique entertaining world of fun, fantasy, food, and fragrance for the whole family. It's also the world's largest candle shop, where kids and grown-ups can make their own candles. The village is home to the enchanting Black Forest, where it snows year-round. Santa's Workshop, where he welcomes visitors every day of the year. And the Bavarian Christmas Village, filled with sparkling holiday ornaments. In addition to over 400,000 candles, you'll find toys, gifts, and more from great names like Pandora and Vera Bradley. And with tasty treats from Yankee Candy, Fresh Fudge, and Popcornopolis, every day is a holiday. Or sit down with the family for a wonderful meal at the award-winning Chandler's Restaurant. Yankee Candle Village in South Deerfield, Mass. Where families come for the candles and stay for the fun. Take the Mass Pike to I-91, exit 24. 
Ah, Curacao, the island that offers vacationers 55 different cultures wrapped in history and charming traditional European architecture like those you'd find in the Netherlands, but dressed in Southern Caribbean sherbet colors. Curacao's capital city, Willemstead, is a UNESCO World Heritage City waiting for you to explore its many attractions. And when you've whipped up an appetite and thirst after sightseeing and visiting your choice of over 60 dive and snorkeling sites complete with intimate coves and beaches, you'll find a wide variety of sidewalk cafes, gourmet restaurants, local eateries, and markets to satisfy every palate. Slide into Curacao's live and let live way of life. Curacao, feel it for yourself. Visit curacao.com or call toll free 800-328-7222. That's 800-328-7222. Here's a unique gift for everyone on your shopping list. Do a Meet the Author chat online with Stephanie Abrams after reading Rumors, her critically acclaimed novel. Just purchase a minimum of five copies of Rumors in print or ten in ebook format from any online bookseller. Email Stephanie three convenient dates and times in 2021 when you and your gift list recipients of Rumors are available to chat. Perfect for your next book club discussion, too. Contact Rumors Meetup at AOL.com with the dates and times, and Stephanie will confirm this special event. Ask questions, share feedback, and be a part of a memorable experience for every gift-giving occasion filled with conspiracies, lies, love, lust, and intrigue. Contact Rumors Meetup at AOL.com. Visit sabrams.net for details. Rumors by Stephanie Abrams, the perfect and unique gift for everyone on your shopping list. It's travel with Stephanie Abrams. On the line with me, live from Hamburg, Germany, is Niels Haupt. He is the spokesperson for Hapag Lloyd. Uh, one of the biggest shipping companies in the world. And with the Suez Canal fiasco in the news, with a ship stuck in the canal for days, messing up shipping, it just seemed to me that consumer goods and other kinds of hard goods, vital to the function of individuals and countries uh, and companies as well, had just come to a halt, and they were the biggest travelers during the last 13 months. So what what has your life been like the last couple of weeks? Well, I mean, in terms of the Suez Canal, um, I mean, that was uh, that was quite a big crisis, I have to say, but this is just adding to the headache we are currently having because since Q3 uh, 2020, we see such a high demand, which we have historically never seen in this industry, which was mainly caused by the consumers in North America and also in Europe who have more money in their pockets as they can't travel and they can't go out for dining and they can't go to concerts or whatever. So they spend their money on consumption and they mostly spend it on beautifying their homes. So on board of our ships, we have like all, all the stuff you need for, for having your own home office, like desks, like sofas, like lamps, then we have like lots of sports equipment. People can't go to the gym, at least here in Europe. So people order like yoga mats, like treadmills, like like uh, weights to to lift. They they buy like all the stuff you need to to energize at home. They stop 
buy all the stuff you know you need to upgrade your kitchen and 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 so it's it's really chaotic because basically there's no more space on all the ships worldwide there are no no more empty ships available and the worst is that there are basically no empty containers available at the moment we have never seen this in this industry and you can imagine that this is giving everybody a hard time not only us but also our customers you know, um, I was disappointed when you went to Hapag Lloyd for two reasons. One, Hapag Lloyd used to have a cruise line for passenger cruising that they sold off well prior to your going to the company because had they still had that, it would have been great fun to have you on or whoever would be the spokesperson for the cruise portion, um, but that disappeared. And then the other thing that disappointed me is that unless something is changed, uh, as memory serves me, and as you noted as we were going out of the last segment, don't ever tell me anything you want me to forget. Um, I truly I truly catch more people in lies because they don't remember what we, they told me, and I remember what day it was or if I was with them, what they were wearing. But um, in any event, I think my mind records things like video, and I just spin it back you know, on instant replay in my brain. But uh, in any event, um, I was disappointed when I asked you if Hapag Lloyd had any freighters that took passengers because there is a huge passenger freighter business where some freighters have as few as one or two suites or cabins or whatever to some that have as many as 80 and they're like mini hotels. And, and some of them are very basic and others are unbelievably glamorous. And while there are challenges traveling with a, a freighter that is very different from traveling on a cruise ship, you get into ports you might not otherwise get to and it's a whole lot less expensive. So has there ever been any thought about Hapag Lloyd getting, putting um, uh, passenger accommodations on freighters? You know, this is this is a pretty difficult topic. There was a shipping line. I mean, it's still existing, Hamburg Süd, here in Hamburg. They have just been bought by the market leader, Maersk, uh, two years ago. They still offered that, and they had their own travel agency. But, you know, with us, it is difficult, and it's even more difficult during a pandemic, because people staying on the ship, they are like a family. So nobody is joining them on the entire trip. Perhaps once in a while there is... A pilot going on board when you have to pass a canal or you have to pass a difficult port but you know they they live together and and it's really for many months it's a family and they feel a little bit that's what i've been told by seafarers you know they feel kind of disturbed they feel that there's somebody on board you know who's watching them and who is kind of interrupting their their rhythms they are having so we don't do that anymore and the second challenge we are having is that these ships which are built today they have just the the single bedrooms for the crew which is um, at the moment 22 23 people on board of a big ship and then there are no more rooms available that, that's okay. an issue you know, well, we're gonna take we need to take another off. quick break and then we go into a long segment don't leave me Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
portions of today's show brought to you by Curacao, offering vacationers cultural experiences wrapped in history and charming traditional European architecture, a UNESCO World Heritage City on a southern Caribbean island with coves, beaches, and over 60 dive and snorkeling sites. Curacao, feel it for yourself. Visit curacao.com. Here's a unique gift for everyone on your shopping list. Do a Meet the Author chat online with Stephanie Abrams after reading Rumors, her critically acclaimed novel. Just purchase a minimum of five copies of Rumors in print or ten in ebook format from any online bookseller. Email Stephanie three convenient dates and times in 2021 when you and your gift list recipients of Rumors are available to chat. Perfect for your next book club discussion, too. Contact Rumors Meetup at AOL.com with the dates and times, and Stephanie will confirm this special event. Ask questions, share feedback, and be a part of a memorable experience for every gift-giving occasion filled with conspiracies, lies, love, lust, and intrigue. Contact Rumors Meetup at AOL.com. Visit sabrams.net for details. Rumors by Stephanie Abrams, the perfect and unique gift for everyone on your shopping list. Movie show travel itineraries with dots on maps. I want to do better than that and take you traveling by TV. Hi, this is Stephanie Abrams. Join me on Sundays on my show, Travel TV with Stephanie Abrams, airing coast to coast when it's 5 p.m. Eastern time. Plan to sit right beside me. We'll explore travel for fun, business, reunions, weddings, honeymoons, families, and sports adventures, reaching homes in Boston, New York City, Miami, Orlando, Tampa, Dallas, Houston, Nashville, Las Vegas, Los Angeles, and more cities across America. Our affiliate TV stations are listed at biztv.com. Let's take off traveling together when it's 5 p.m. Eastern Time on Sundays. Got your bags packed yet? Here's travel with Stephanie Abrams and her traveling companion, David Isby. Ah, Curacao, the island that offers vacationers 55 different cultures wrapped in history and charming traditional European architecture like those you'd find in the Netherlands, but dressed in Southern Caribbean sherbet colors. Curacao's capital city, Willemstead, is a UNESCO World Heritage City waiting for you to explore its many attractions. And when you've whipped up an appetite and thirst after sightseeing and visiting your choice of over 60 dive and snorkeling sites complete with intimate coves and beaches, you'll find a a wide variety of sidewalk cafes, gourmet restaurants, local eateries, and markets to satisfy every palate. Slide into Curacao's live and let live way of life. Curacao, feel it for yourself. Visit curacao.com or call toll free 800-328-7222. That's 800-328-7222. The magic is happening at Yankee Candle Village in South Deerfield, Mass. One of New England's most popular attractions, the village is a unique entertaining world of fun, fantasy, food, and fragrance for the whole family. It's also the world's largest candle shop, where kids and grown-ups can make their own candles. The village is home to the enchanting Black Forest, where it snows year-round. Santa's Workshop, where he welcomes visitors every day of the year. And the Bavarian Christmas Village, filled with sparkling holiday ornaments. 
In addition to over 400,000 candles, you'll find toys, gifts, and more from great names like Pandora and Vera Bradley. And with tasty treats from Yankee Candy, Fresh Fudge, and Popcornopolis, every day is a holiday. Or sit down with the family for a wonderful meal at the award-winning Chandler's Restaurant. Yankee Candle Village in South Deerfield, Mass., where families come for the candles and stay for the fun. Take the Mass Pike to I-91, exit 24. Rumors. Stephanie Abrams' novel of secrets, lies, and conspiracies that ensnare the lives of ordinary people in a tightening web that all starts with rumors. Available at Amazon.com in print and Kindle formats and BarnesandNoble.com. Rumors by Stephanie Abrams, the perfect leisure time companion. Coast to coast with the most travel professionals and the best business and leisure travel information. Travel with Stephanie Abrams and on-air traveling companion David... It's travel with Stephanie Abrams. On the line with me is Niels Haupt, live from Hamburg, Germany, uh, a place that has always been known as a, a, a big, bustling, busy shipping port. And he is the spokesperson for Hapag Lloyd. Um, you know, I was really interested, Niels, in the evergreen shipping lines ship the ever given um i was listening to i listen often to an irish radio station if i can get to listening early enough in the morning because by 2 p.m east coast time it's 5 p.m in ireland and excuse me it's 7 p.m in ireland there's a five hour time difference and starting at 7 p.m., they only talk about sports. And I have no interest in listening to shows about teams and players and leagues that play soccer and rugby and Irish football and Lord knows what else. So I only listen until 2 p.m. Eastern time. And one of the shows I listen to is a guy named Moncrief. You can hear it at Newstalk.com. And um, somebody sent a text question talking about the Suez, Suez Canal fiasco, asking why does it say evergreen, um, ever given on the ship and, and the big word evergreen and the host of the show, the presenter, as they call them, on the other side of the ocean. Moncrief said, you know, he wondered that too. Why does it say Evergreen and then it says Evergiven? Well, Evergreen is the shipping line and Evergiven is the name of the ship. And I sent them a text and I tried to call their producer and give them the answer, but I couldn't get through. So I'm telling anybody that also listens to Newstalk.com or had the, the, the question, that's a really interesting, they had a guy on, did you see any of the news where the, the guy from Japan who's the head of the company that owns Evergreen was speaking. Did you follow any of that, Niels? No, I didn't see that. I didn't hear anything uh, about it. Tell well, me more. Well, apparently a Japanese company bought Evergreen. But I know more about Evergreen than the average bear. And um, I know more because I used to work with um, I did consulting for a company in Canada called Skylink. And Skylink had a division called Skylink Aviation. 
but the part that I consulted for was their air consolidation department, where you could, through with travel agents through Skylink, could buy first class and business class and even coach class tickets for a whole lot less than buying them from the airline because they would buy you know millions of seats at a time at a better price and then be able to give the better price to the travel agent who could pass the savings on to the consumer so for instance if a if a business class seat one way from the US to Europe was $4000 if you bought it from the airline, you could have bought it from Skylink for 1200 1800 maybe even $2,000. Add on your profit, wow. add on the agent's fee, and give the, the client, the travel agent's client, a break of anywhere from 1500 to $2,500 or $3,000. I mean, they, you know, that's what consolidators do. And that's part of what... Americans don't understand that when you go online and you buy your own airline tickets, you're doing brain surgery, self-inflicted, because you don't know there are deals out there and what mechanisms that travel agents know about that, that you don't know about and the, the airlines make it out like a bandit because of your buying directly as a retail person who doesn't know squat about how the travel industry works on the inside. But anyway, I did consulting for the part of Skylink that was the air consolidation company. But in Skylink Aviation, they owned airplanes and they owned helicopters. And you know when you would see those big giant white airplanes that just had in black UN painted on the side? Or you saw the big helicopters landing in Rwanda to take people in and out when Rwanda was going up in massacre? Um, they were airlifting... Um, UN family, uh, UN workers and their families out of hot spots in the world. And you see a big white helicopter that they could drive tanks onto, basically. But um, and it, and on the side, it was painted UN in black. If you said that 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 those pieces of equipment were owned by Skylink, you had an eighty percent chance of being right, uh, because the UN isn't allowed to own their own equipment. They can't own military stuff but they lease it. And um, I got involved with Skylink's, um, they were sharing with me what was going on with them in the UN because Evergreen was a company that wanted to get into Skylink's business. And they wanted more of the share of business Skylink was getting. And Evergreen put out a story and a complaint that Skylink was not observing safety precautions when they airlifted 100 UN workers and their families out of Rwanda, everybody did not have a seatbelt. Well, that was because they just put on as many people into every helicopter to get them out there before they got killed. And they lodged this complaint. And during the time that there was the complaint, Skylink was not permitted to do business with the United Nations because of the rules. If you've got a complaint going on and whatever, you, they won't do business until it's resolved. Well, it turned out, and you can, if you can find it online, there's a TV show in Canada, I don't know if it's still on, but it was called The Fifth Estate. And it was like 60 Minutes, that kind of a show. And they did a show about what happened, what Evergreen did to Skylink Aviation. They exposed everything. 
And in the midst, and, and in the in the final analysis, while they lost millions and millions of dollars of business waiting for it to be resolved, um, they absolved um, Skylink from any wrongdoing, and they really should have patted on the back, saving all those people. But in any event, it turns out that Evergreen was a camouflage company operated by the American CIA. And the airline, the, the, the air transportation and the ships were methods for the CIA to ship. If, if we were supporting somebody's army somewhere in the world, the weapons would have been in those containers on the ship. And people would have been flown on Evergreen's air so they didn't fly commercial, so nobody knew how many people we were flying into Nicaragua or somewhere. So all of that was a CIA operation. And apparently at some point not all that long ago, at least the cruising part of it, the shipping part of it, got sold to a Japanese company. So when I saw Evergreen, I cracked up. I thought that was so funny. And sometimes people, when you're driving around America, you'll see Evergreen trucks on highways. And every time we used to see them, I would say to my husband, oh, there goes the CIA. But I don't know if the CIA is involved in air or ground transportation or sea transportation anymore because apparently they divested themselves of the cruise business. But that's the reason you can't believe everything you hear or read because you know, we don't get the truth on things. We get what we're, you know, somebody decides we're allowed to hear. So I thought that was kind of cool because if it was still a CIA operation, maybe they, they jammed up the Suez Canal for a different reason that we don't even know about. Because if I were writing this, Niels, as a, as a novel, my storyline would have been that somebody wanted to get between the Atlantic uh, and uh, uh, the Mediterranean or something, and in order to block off the progress of some terrorist act, the U.S. got in there and blocked up the canal to uh, foil... Uh, some other operation that we'd never know about. And for all we know, that's what really happened. But <laughs> sometimes you don't know why things are happening. So I just thought that was cool. But it was a surprise to me to see that, you know, the Japanese involved. And somebody went down a list. Let me see if I have the list because I wrote it down somewhere. Somebody went down a list. Oh, here it is. Here's the list. So the Jap So Evergreen is owned by Japan. It's operated by Taiwan. It's managed by Germany, it's registered in Panama, and it's staffed by people from India. So that ship is very much a global enterprise. <laughs> I mean, it's really it's fascinating, no? Yeah. So what is the biggest, yeah. where have you not gone last year and this year that normally you would have visited were it not for all this COVID crazy? I mean, normally I would go to the big trade fairs, which are important for our industry, which is uh, one very important fair in Sao Paulo. I would have gone to the Trans-Pacific Conference in Long Beach. I would have gone to several fruit fairs in South America, uh, besides that one fair in Sao Paulo. So I would have traveled a lot. I had already booked many flights for May and June, um, but I closed down everything here in Germany. 
So for somebody like me who is used to travel like once every two weeks, this is really kind of a very strange and challenging situation, I have to admit. And for people who um, miss that day in geography, Sao Paulo uh, is in Brazil, and it's a wonderful city. When you go to Sao Paulo, do you ever go to those Brazilian barbecue restaurants? Oh, yes, this is amazing. I love the food. I love the meat. It is great. And Sao Paulo is such a such a huge city, and there is so much to discover. I didn't know before that it seems to be the second biggest colony of Japanese people in the world, you know. So there's there's some parts of the city which are which are hundred percent Japanese. So that that's pretty much amazing. I think it's twenty five million people living in in Sao Paulo. And the city is uh, very vibrant, I have to say. I really like it. Uh, nowadays, it's a little bit challenging to do to, I mean, it might be a little bit dangerous once in a while. So you have to take care. But I like the city a lot. You know, in my last life, um, I was executive vice president and second in command of a one and a half billion dollar travel company. And we were basically like the McDonald's of travel. We franchised travel agencies. And when we started to the development in 1992 of globalizing the company, my boss, who was the CEO, asked me to add this to the 10,000 things I was already doing. But it was, I was felt privileged to be able to do it. And I, I got such an education in the process on so many business and cultural levels. It was just an incredible experience. And I sold... Uh, 21 countries you didn't know were for sale. You know, I sold the master rights. And I sold the master rights for our company's growth in uh, Brazil to a company that owned 10 travel agencies. And I know when you were with Lufthansa, you were running back and forth between New York and South, uh, South America, and you were taking classes in Spanish because that wasn't a language you spoke. Did you also take classes in Portuguese? Although many people in, in Brazil speak Spanish uh, and many speak English as well, but uh, the, 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 the primary language is Portuguese. Do you speak Portuguese at all? Yes, I, I studied Portuguese in the last years after I, I was with Lufthansa because uh, now in my new job with, uh, with Shipping Line, uh, of course, Brazil is extremely important. It's the most important country for exports in imports as well in in south america so i took classes and i would say i'm not fluent in portuguese but but i get along all right well i'm going to ask you to think as we go into this commercial break what could have been the name of this company i was doing with in um in brazil um it meant first seat, and I think it was something like Uno Paje or something like that, but I'm so bad at Portuguese, don't ask. So you think about that. We go in the commercial break. Nobody leave me. We'll see if we can get the answer to this. This is Stephanie Abrams. We'll be right back. Portions of today's show brought to you by Curacao, offering vacationers cultural experiences wrapped in history and charming traditional European architecture, a UNESCO World Heritage City on a southern Caribbean island with coves, beaches, and over 60 dive and snorkeling sites. Curacao, feel it for yourself. Visit curacao.com.
Here's a unique gift for everyone on your shopping list. Do a Meet the Author chat online with Stephanie Abrams after reading Rumors, her critically acclaimed novel. Just purchase a minimum of five copies of Rumors in print or ten in ebook format from any online bookseller. Email Stephanie three convenient dates and times in 2021 when you and your giftless recipients of Rumors are available to chat. Perfect for your next book club discussion, too. Contact rumorsmeetup at AOL.com with the dates and times, and Stephanie will confirm this special event. Ask questions, share feedback, and be a part of a memorable experience for every gift-giving occasion filled with conspiracies, lies, love, lust, and intrigue. Contact rumorsmeetup at AOL.com. Visit sabrams.net for details. Rumors by Stephanie Abrams, the perfect and unique gift for everyone on your shopping list. The magic is happening at Yankee Candle Village in South Deerfield, Mass. One of New England's most popular attractions, the village is a unique entertaining world of fun, fantasy, food, and fragrance for the whole family. It's also the world's largest candle shop, where kids and grown-ups can make their own candles. The village is home to the enchanting Black Forest, where it snows year-round. Santa's Workshop, where he welcomes visitors every day of the year. And the Bavarian Christmas Village, filled with sparkling holiday ornaments. In addition to over 400,000 candles, you'll find toys, gifts, and more from great names like Pandora and Vera Bradley. And with tasty treats from Yankee Candy, Fresh Fudge, and Popcornopolis, every day is a holiday. Or sit down with the family for a wonderful meal at the award-winning Chandler's Restaurant. Yankee Candle Village in South Deerfield, Mass., where families come for the candles and stay for the fun. Take the Mass Pike to I-91, exit 24. Movie show travel itineraries with dots on maps. I want to do better than that and take you traveling by TV. Hi, this is Stephanie Abrams. Join me on Sundays on my show, Travel TV with Stephanie Abrams, airing coast to coast when it's 5 p.m. Eastern Time. Plan to sit right beside me. We'll explore travel for fun, business, reunions, weddings, honeymoons, families, and sports adventures, reaching homes in Boston, New York City, Miami, Orlando, Tampa, Dallas, Houston, Nashville, Las Vegas, Los Angeles, and more cities across America. Our affiliate TV stations are listed at biztv.com. Let's take off traveling together when it's 5 p.m. Eastern Time on Sundays. Got your bags packed yet? Here's travel with Stephanie Abrams and her traveling companion, David Isby. Ah, Curacao, the island that offers vacationers 55 different cultures wrapped in history and charming traditional European architecture like those you'd find in the Netherlands, but dressed in Southern Caribbean sherbet colors. Curacao's capital city, Willemstead, is a UNESCO World Heritage City waiting for you to explore its many attractions. And when you've whipped up an appetite and thirst after sightseeing and visiting your choice of over 60 dive and snorkeling sites complete with intimate coves and beaches, you'll find a a wide variety of sidewalk cafes, gourmet restaurants, local eateries, and markets to satisfy every palate. Slide into Curacao's live and let live way of life. Curacao, feel it for yourself. Visit curacao.com or call toll free 800-328-7222. That's 800-328-7222.
Rumors, Stephanie Abrams' novel of secrets, lies, and conspiracies that ensnare the lives of ordinary people in a tightening web that all starts with rumors. Available at Amazon.com in print and Kindle formats and BarnesandNoble.com. Rumors by Stephanie Abrams, the perfect leisure time companion. Coast to coast with the most travel professionals and the best business and leisure travel information. Travel with Stephanie Abrams and on-air traveling companion David. It's travel with Stephanie Abrams. One of the challenges that people have when they're traveling is coming coming to places where the menu is in another language. You don't know what things mean. You don't know what they taste like. You don't know what you're going to get. Um, and you, you may even be unaccustomed to the food in that destination. So you may look at it and find it, you lose your appetite because it doesn't look wonderful. Um, or, you know, maybe you're adventurous with food or if you have allergies. I mean, there are all these things that people worry about when they're traveling. And in fact, in the next hour, I'm going to talk with you a bit about allergies and, and uh, uh, you know, food challenges when you're traveling because that's really an important um, subject area. But Niels helped a spokesperson for Hapag Lloyd Shipping Company based in Hamburg, Germany, is on the line with us. And we were talking about how much he enjoyed his visits as part of his job uh, now and in his last life. Uh, where he was 14 years at Lufthansa in an executive position. And he had been to Brazil many times, and what a wonderful treat San Paulo was. And I have to agree, it's a wonderful place, and I enjoyed my visit there, and it was the first time I ever went to a Brazilian barbecue. And the Brazilian barbecue restaurant we were taken to by the folks that we were doing business with uh, in Brazil, and they were based in San Paulo, um, and if anybody in the travel industry knows them, it was Jose and Ricardo Paskovich. And their family history was Jews from Poland who ran from Nazi uh, German forces in Poland. And they were told they're going to the Amer- they're going to America. What they didn't know is they were going to South America. And they wound up, uh, they thought, you know, in their mind, they were going to New York. And and that happened to a lot of people, by the way. But they really didn't care because anything was better than the fate that they were facing if they stayed during World War II, what led to World War II and through World War II. So the Paskovich family got out, went to Brazil, and Ricardo and Jose were, were cousins. And they started this travel agency group. And they took us to this restaurant that looked like it was the clubhouse of a fancy golf club. Oh, all this dark, I don't know if it was mahogany, but to my eyes it looked like mahogany. Floors and, and, and woodwork on the walls. And it, the place was gorgeous. And the food was amazing with a salad bar that was as long as an airport runway with not the normal just lettuce and tomato kind of stuff, but unbelievable salads and freshly baked breads of all kinds. And then you sat down at the table, and I thought, Niels, um, I'd ask you to explain the experience of how a Brazilian barbecue works. And by the way, people, I've eaten in a Brazilian barbecue, same style, in New York City, in Miami, in Los Angeles, 
And I think I was at one in Texas, if I'm not mistaken, but it's a long time now, so I could be wrong. So t- t- explain how it works. Well, yeah, it's an amazing experience. And I have to say, uh, having meat in, in South America is, is mostly a very good experience, at least in Brazil and in Argentina, because they have really, really good good meat. So if you go there to these restaurants, you better don't think you eat too much potatoes or pasta or anything. You should really wait for this barbecue because you get a little token and uh, it is it is uh, green or red on on each side, you know. And then when whenever you want, when, whenever you're ready to eat. You show the green token, and then they come with their different skewers, and it might be chicken, it might be meat, it might be pork, it might be ribs, it might be anything on their skewers, and they, they come too. as long as you show. The, they come as long as you show the, the the green token, and you know you can eat as much as you want and as long as you want, and it's amazing meat, as I said. You might add. You might like to add a salad, perhaps. You know, but I would really recommend to skip the potatoes or to skip any rice or or pasta because the meat is very good. And it's amazing. You know how you go to a fancy Italian restaurant, and or maybe even I have a favorite restaurant in Madrid called Casa Botin. Do you ever go there? In Madrid? If not, next time you're in Spain. No. Oh, my God. No, Casa, I never went. Casa Botin, it's a business like, I don't know, 400 years or something. But you go there, um, and they have uh, the tuna show. It's the musicians from the Renaissance period. Well, the same way an Italian restaurant, violinists uh, might come by and, and sing and play for you at the table. Instead, it's, it's men dressed in um, outfits um, that look Brazilian, holding these big, long skewers with all this meat on it, and then they carve it off right in front of you at your table. Oh, Niels, we've run out of time. You have to come back again. I love you dearly. We're flying high. Welcome to Travel with Stephanie Abrams. Welcome to another hour uh, of Travel with Stephanie Abrams. If you just joined us, but we're already into the hour. So you've missed something here. And um, you've missed more than just something. So have a look at sabrams.net, that's S-A-B-R-A-M-S.net, where you'll find every show archived with show notes, with links to the relevant websites of our guests, um, and with the archived audio, just click and listen. And you can click on podcasts, where you can, you're going to get clicked right over to Spotify. And you can download us and take us with you, or you can stream live, or you can just go to your favorite podcaster. Everybody who makes you happy. Um, Apple, which used to be iTunes, um, iHeartRadio, Breakers, L- Listen Notes. There, you know, whatever your favorite podcaster is, there's a really good chance they're carrying us. So that's a lovely thing, isn't it? So, um, we have waiting on the line somebody I truly love who 
I am convinced our meeting, I don't believe in coincidences. I only believe in miracles and fate. And I think I was destined to know the fellow who's waiting on the line to talk with us because I met him in Boston on the 6th. This is from memory now, so go check your calendar. The 16th of May, I'm going to say 2000, it was either 2009 or 2010. I want to say 2009. When the Volvo Ocean Races, which started out in Singapore and came around the Pacific and South America coming up through Brazil to Miami, next stop, Boston, And I was invited, along with a whole lot of other people in broadcasting and journalism, to be in Boston when the Volvo Ocean Races were leaving for Galway Harbor in Ireland next stop. And we were the guests of Tourism Ireland. And standing in that harbor that day was the fellow who's on the line waiting to talk with us now. And we got to chatting And I told him uh, we had already bought our airline tickets, this was a Saturday, to leave four days hence on Tuesday to fly to Ireland so that we would be in Galway Harbor on the 23rd of May, also a Saturday, the following Saturday, when the boats that were in the Volvo Ocean Race were to arrive. It was thrilling. But probably the most enduringly thrilling part of that is we're still friends and we keep in touch. And I got in touch with the fellow waiting to chat with us a day or two ago and asked him if we could get together today to have a chat to share with you. And especially because he's in Ireland and there's a lot going on that you need to know about. And and he said, yes, and we made a time. And about 10 or 15 minutes went by and he wasn't there. And we did get in touch and we found out he had a little really special errand he had to run, but he would be available in 15 minutes. And when that 15 minutes went by, I looked at my husband and I said, this is an Italian 15 minutes. Now, for all of those Americans who, when you ask their nationality, don't say they're American, but say they're Italian, but they don't speak Italian, they've never been to Italy, they've never lived in Italy, they've never studied in Italy, and they don't even know where in Italy their family comes from, but they think they're Italian. I'm here to tell you you're American with some Italian roots. But if you go to Italy, the Italians there, when you say... You know, I need some direction, please. We were standing here. We want to get to this place. How far is the walk? That happened to me getting off a cruise ship in Venice. And we, because the water taxis were on strike, we had to walk to the train station in Mestra. Well, it's, it, it's called Venice Mestra, if I'm pronouncing it right. It's the land portion of Venice that's not surrounded by canals. And we had to get there, dragging two people, two suitcases, two rollerboards, and my purse. 
over all those little canal bridges. You could die. Three people who lived in Venice told me, standing there together, oh, it's a five-minute walk. The second one said, oh, it's a 10-minute walk. The third one said, no, 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 15 minutes. Can I tell you it's a 90-minute walk? <laughs> and it started to rain, and we stopped into a restaurant. We had lunch, regrouped, and then we took off for the train station after that. But I was reminded of that, waiting for the call that I'm so glad is here because on the line with me is my very good friend, Brian Nolan, who is right now in Galway, well, at least in County Galway. Do you live in Barna? I do. I live in Barna. So it's and County feel, Galway, I just feel outside. I chastened now, having gotten my ass roasted for my 15-minute delay. <laughs> oh, my God. I was even dragged over to Venice, for crying out loud. <laughs> well, she no, said, you know, I love okay, you. Don't worry. It's, it, no problem. It's okay. Yeah. She gives me a lamb paste. No. He... <laughs> uh, please. What, Mark? Uh, don't don't take it that way. Um, my husband, who is producing, he is our remote producer, um, chimed in for a, a comment on it. But um, no, it just reminded me of that. You know, every now and then you ask somebody how far. If you go to the island of Saint Martin, and you ask anybody in Saint Martin, how long will it take me to drive from Philipsburg, which is their capital city on the Dutch side of the island? Um, how far will it take to drive to this beach or that mountain or this view or this resort? The answer is always 15 minutes, and I'm here to tell you it's probably going to be an hour. But <laughs> it is never going to be 15 minutes, not ever, ever, ever. But that's the answer you will get. Everything is 15 minutes. So that, I was just reminded of that when you said, you know, you'd be with us. But you had a really good excuse. You want to share the reason I that did. you were delayed? I did, yes. I had to go and look after my 92-year-old uh, mother-in-law. And mother-in-laws are far more important than mothers. <clears throat> you know She's why? Do you know um, why? I just had to run a little errand for her. So, Do you know why mother-in-laws uh, are more important? Yeah. Mothers-in-law are more important than mothers in terms of taking care of them. Because, because there's two of them, my wife and my mother-in-law. There's only one of me. Well, no, that wouldn't be the... Well, that might be your answer, but my answer is that the mother loves you unconditionally and will forgive you whatever it is, and the mother-in-law doesn't matter. It's like, how good was your last ball game? You are always winning it, no matter you move mountain ranges, you're never getting there. <laughs> you, are never, you are never getting in the same place that the mother sees you in so <laughs> well, spe speaking of procrastination stephanie <clears throat> the covid 19 pandemic here uh we've been told by our government it's it's a bit like the story you just told about the 15 minutes becoming an hour an hour's walk it was an hour and, and a half in Venice. every every month that things are getting better and then we're told oh it'd be another month it'd be another month uh, we've been on lockdown almost uh, exclusively since September, really. And uh, well, that's really if just... you discount the the lockdown that started in March that we got caught in, and we were five months in Ireland without being able to get home. Oh, that's was... true, actually, going all the way back to March. I, I was I was telling you just briefly yesterday that uh, my last walking tour in Galway was with the Massachusetts State Police, uh, a group of seventy. 
policemen and women and their wives and husbands and their band arrived over to Galway for St. Patrick's Day. They were spending five nights in Galway at the Salt Hill Hotel and they got locked in. I mean, literally locked in, couldn't go anywhere. The coaches weren't allowed to take them to the Cliffs of Mover. They weren't allowed to take them out to Kylemore Abbey and Connemara. They had to just make do in the city. I felt so bad for them. And of course, we were dealing with this invisible enemy. We didn't know what COVID was. We hadn't a clue last March. Uh, so I was tempted and I went in every night and did stories for them in the sort of the bar was closed, but they had a sort of a penthouse suite at the top of the hotel and they used that as their bar. They bought right, a, the has, a hospitality suite. Uh, That's and, what you do. I, I looked after them for the for the five nights they were there. Uh it, it was really surreal because that was the last time I saw an American face in Ireland and that was March eighteenth. Uh, and that's how, how strange it's been. Now, I know it's affected everyone, uh, but tourism in Ireland is totally shut down. All the restaurants, all the bars, um, <clears throat> there are no visitors here. And just recently, uh, I was contacted by a lady from Chicago whose husband was a professor who had been seconded to do a year, I don't know what the word for that in university terms, a sabbatical, I suppose, uh, in Galway. And she... Uh, emailed me, she found my name online because the walk-in tours, wondering would I be able to recommend somewhere for them to stay initially and, of course, would I recommend, uh, would I do a walk for them around the city? So they arrived on uh, the 1st of January and I haven't seen them yet because they're 10 kilometres away and we're not allowed to go more than 5 kilometres from our home. Oh, for Uh, heaven's sakes. Bizarre. Well, we're talking with Brian Nolan who has been involved in tourism much of his life in one way or another. And it's not all that long ago that he created the company Galway Walking Tours. And you might want to go to galwaywalkingtours.com while we take this quick commercial break. And no, you can go to sabrams.net, scroll down in the archived audio to the this show, where you see Brian Nolan's name, and you'll be able to click right on the link to his website. We'll be right back. Don't leave me, people. Guests of Stephanie Abrams' travel shows when here in the Berkshires of Western Massachusetts stay at the delightful and trendy boutique Hotel on North. Visit their website at hotelonnorth.com. show travel itineraries with dots on maps. I want to do better than that and take you traveling by TV. Hi, this is Stephanie Abrams. Join me on Sundays on my show, Travel TV with Stephanie Abrams, airing coast to coast when it's 5 p.m. Eastern Time. Plan to sit right beside me. We'll explore travel for fun, business, reunions, weddings, honeymoons, families, and sports adventures, reaching homes in Boston, New York City, Miami, Orlando, Tampa, Dallas, Houston, Nashville, Las Vegas, Los Angeles, and more cities across America. Our affiliate TV stations are listed at biztv.com. Let's take off traveling together when it's 5 p.m. Eastern Time on Sundays. Got your bags packed yet? Here's travel with Stephanie Abrams and her traveling companion, David Isby. 
The magic is happening at Yankee Candle Village in South Deerfield, Mass. One of New England's most popular attractions, the village is a unique entertaining world of fun, fantasy, food, and fragrance for the whole family. It's also the world's largest candle shop, where kids and grown-ups can make their own candles. The village is home to the enchanting Black Forest, where it snows year-round. Santa's Workshop, where he welcomes visitors every day of the year. And the Bavarian Christmas Village, filled with sparkling holiday ornaments. In addition to over 400,000 candles, you'll find toys, gifts, and more from great names like Pandora and Vera Bradley. And with tasty treats from Yankee Candy, Fresh Fudge, and Popcornopolis, every day is a holiday. Or sit down with the family for a wonderful meal at the award-winning Chandler's Restaurant. Yankee Candle Village in South Deerfield, Mass., where families come for the candles and stay for the fun. Take the Mass Pike to I-91, exit 24. Ah, Curacao, the island that offers vacationers 55 different cultures wrapped in history and charming traditional European architecture like those you'd find in the Netherlands, but dressed in Southern Caribbean sherbet colors. Curacao's capital city, Willemstead, is a UNESCO World Heritage City waiting for you to explore its many attractions. And when you've whipped up an appetite and thirst after sightseeing and visiting your choice of over 60 dive and snorkeling sites complete with intimate coves and beaches, you'll find a a wide variety of sidewalk cafes, gourmet restaurants, local eateries, and markets to satisfy every palate. Slide into Curacao's live and let live way of life. Curacao, feel it for yourself. Visit curacao.com or call toll free 800-328-7222. That's 800-328-7222. Here's a unique gift for everyone on your shopping list. Do a Meet the Author chat online with Stephanie Abrams after reading Rumors, her critically acclaimed novel. Just purchase a minimum of five copies of Rumors in print or 10 in ebook format from any online bookseller. Email Stephanie three convenient dates and times in 2021 when you and your gift list recipients of Rumors are available to chat. Perfect for your next book club discussion, too. Contact Rumors Meetup at AOL.com with the dates and times, and Stephanie will confirm this special event. Ask questions, share feedback, and be a part of a memorable experience for every gift-giving occasion filled with conspiracies, lies, love, lust, and intrigue. Contact Rumors Meetup at AOL.com. Visit sabrams.net for details. Rumors by Stephanie Abrams, the perfect and unique gift for everyone on your shopping list. It's travel with Stephanie Abrams. Oh, I'm so glad I have Brian Nolan on the phone with me. Brian is... It's um, good to be here. You know, he's, he's live from Galway. Lives just outside of Galway in Barna, not far from one of the few places I would choose to live in if I could move my bones to Ireland, which may happen yet in my life. Um, and those places being um, Spittle, which is closer to Galway town than Barna. Barna's a little further up the road. Um, there are a couple of spots in County Mayo along the ocean. And there's a couple of spots in Donegal and the portion of Donegal known as Inish Owen. 
But of those three counties, Galway offers so much more in terms of serious metropolitan services, in, ter in terms of, you know, medical services and whatnot that are in, in better stead um, in some counties rather than others. And so um, while Galway is a quieter, Galway town is a quieter place than Dublin town, um, and a smaller place than Dublin town. It's got everything you want or need. And you're right there on Galway Bay. It's just wonderful. In fact, you know, Brian, we watched a series while we were in lockdown and we rented uh, self-catering, which is the equivalent people of a um, vacation rental by owner kind of a thing. Um, it's, they call it self-catering, so you know it's not a and b the owner's not on site, nobody's making you breakfast, you want breakfast, you got a kitchen, go make it yourself. So um, we rented a house in County Antrim, and while we were there, we watched the series Jack Somebody. Was his last name Taylor, Mark? Jack Taylor. Do you Jack know, Taylor. Do you know this? It was filmed in, in Galway, in the county as well as in the city. And it was such fun seeing places where um, there's an area where there's a little bridge and it's it's in Galway Bay, but there's this little bridge area and a little park. And there's often somebody sleeping it off on a bench there. At least every time <laughs> we've passed by, they partied hardy the night before and they weren't waking up so fast. Um, but you see, you know, all kinds of places all around Galway town, and they've often gone into Connemara and other parts of County Galway, and I so enjoyed it. I think we saw, positive, we saw it on Netflix, and well, uh, that you, was you, great you fun. It's on, it's on Netflix, um, Stephanie. Um, Jack Taylor uh, was written by um, a Galway guy. Well, he's a blow-in to Galway, but he lives here, and um, I get requests all the time by Ameri some Americans, mainly Canadians. don't know if your program reaches Canada. It probably does, uh, certainly online. It does on podcasts uh, and archived. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we have listeners yeah, well, in Canada. The Canadians have had Jack Taylor on their public service television for years. And uh, there's about 20 episodes in total, I suppose. Oh, yeah, we've he's, seen uh, them all. Yeah. It's a good he's, series. He's a, he's a, he's a, a, a really funny character, uh, you know, typical hard-nosed cop who fell to the demon drink and now he solves crimes outside yeah, a private the situation. Eye. He's a private investigator. It's, it's, well, it's you know, quite there's, funny. There's it's a... quite, quite funny, but quite dark as well. Oh, yeah, quite but it's very well. Irish. It's very they, Irish. They, my favorite tour is to do that tour and I bring the people to his office. So Jack Taylor, as you know, his office is a bar. Right. <laughs> there's a bar called Jack Taylor, but actually the bar that you go to is called the Crane Bar. And the crane right. bar, that's where it's all filmed. And upstairs, every night, seven nights a week, when they reopen, you have live Irish traditional music and sessions going on. Well, you know, there's a scene where there's a woman who's uh, an inspector or whatever, and they're great friends, and they've been, you know, intimate over their lifetime together. There's been more than just a friendship. And at one point, she's in the hospital, and he goes to see her. And as he's approaching the doors, I said to Mark, who you know well, my husband, that's the Galway Clinic. Now, there was no sign there. You didn't see signage to tell you, but I recognized the doors. 
And when they got, you know, the Galway Clinic is a private hospital. And you go inside and you think you're at a Sandals resort in Jamaica. Or a grand piano inside the atrium. It's beautiful. <laughs> it is gorgeous inside. You never know you're in a hospital. And when you see well, people walking around in what you call dressing gowns that we call bathrobes, yeah. um, you know, they're patients <laughs> and they're walking around. It looks like a hotel where there's a spa and people are just, you know, marching about between their room, you know, their accommodation and the spa and their bathrobes. You never know you're in a hospital. We're going to take a quick no, break. We'll wouldn't. be right back talking with the founder, chief cook and bottle washer, Brian Nolan of Galway Walks. GalwayWalks.com. We'll be right back. Portions of today's show brought to you by Curacao, offering vacationers cultural experiences wrapped in history and charming traditional European architecture. A UNESCO World Heritage City on a southern Caribbean island with coves, beaches, and over 60 dive and snorkeling sites. Curacao, feel it for yourself. Visit Curacao.com. Here's a unique gift for everyone on your shopping list. Do a Meet the Author chat online with Stephanie Abrams after reading Rumors, her critically acclaimed novel. Just purchase a minimum of five copies of Rumors in print or ten in ebook format from any online bookseller. Email Stephanie three convenient dates and times in 2021 when you and your giftless recipients of Rumors are available to chat. Perfect for your next book club discussion, too. Contact Rumors Meetup at AOL.com with the dates and times, and Stephanie will confirm this special event. Ask questions, share feedback, and be a part of a memorable experience for every gift-giving occasion filled with conspiracies, lies, love, lust, and intrigue. Contact Rumors Meetup at AOL.com. Visit sabrams.net for details. Rumors by Stephanie Abrams, the perfect and unique gift for everyone on your shopping list. Movie show travel itineraries with dots on maps. I want to do better than that and take you traveling by TV. Hi, this is Stephanie Abrams. Join me on Sundays on my show, Travel TV with Stephanie Abrams, airing coast to coast when it's 5 p.m. Eastern time. Plan to sit right beside me. We'll explore travel for fun, business, reunions, weddings, honeymoons, families, and sports adventures, reaching homes in Boston, New York City, Miami, Orlando, Tampa, Dallas, Houston, Nashville, Las Vegas, Los Angeles, and more cities across America. Our affiliate TV stations are listed at biztv.com. Let's take off traveling together when it's 5 p.m. Eastern Time on Sundays. Got your bags packed yet? Here's travel with Stephanie Abrams and her traveling companion, David Isby. Ah, Curacao, the island that offers vacationers 55 different cultures wrapped in history and charming traditional European architecture like those you'd find in the Netherlands. But dressed in Southern Caribbean sherbet colors, Curacao's capital city, Willemstead, is a UNESCO World Heritage City waiting for you to explore its many attractions. And when you've whipped up an appetite and thirst after sightseeing and visiting your choice of over 60 dive and snorkeling sites complete with intimate coves and beaches, you'll find a wide variety of sidewalk cafes, gourmet restaurants, local eateries, and markets to satisfy every palate. Slide into Curacao's live and let live way of life. Curacao, feel it for yourself. 
visit curacao.com or call toll-free 800-328-7222. That's 800-328-7222. The magic is happening at Yankee Candle Village in South Deerfield, Mass. One of New England's most popular attractions, the village is a unique entertaining world of fun, fantasy, food, and fragrance for the whole family. It's also the world's largest candle shop, where kids and grown-ups can make their own candles. The village is home to the enchanting Black Forest, where it snows year-round. Santa's Workshop, where he welcomes visitors every day of the year. And the Bavarian Christmas Village, filled with sparkling holiday ornaments. In addition to over 400,000 candles, you'll find toys, gifts, and more from great names like Pandora and Vera Bradley. And with tasty treats from Yankee Candy, Fresh Fudge, and Popcornopolis, every day is a holiday. Or sit down with the family for a wonderful meal at the award-winning Chandler's Restaurant. Yankee Candle Village in South Deerfield, Mass., where families come for the candles and stay for the fun. Take the Mass Pike to I-91, exit 24. Rumors. Stephanie Abrams' novel of secrets, lies, and conspiracies that ensnare the lives of ordinary people in a tightening web that all starts with rumors. Available at Amazon.com in print and Kindle formats and BarnesandNoble.com. Rumors by Stephanie Abrams, the perfect leisure time companion. Coast to coast with the most travel professionals and the best business and leisure travel information. Travel with Stephanie Abrams and on-air traveling companion David. It's travel with Stephanie Abrams. Well, my audience knows well that I didn't just stamp the words travel expert on my forehead. I truly come out of the travel industry. Most people who call themselves travel experts in broadcasting are actually people with degrees in communications, journalism, broadcasting. Uh, They were English majors and they have an interest in travel, a camera and a recorder and a pencil. And they put it together into a vocation. Um, I, on the other hand, have been labeled um, by Travel Agent Magazine, which is like uh, the Washington Post of uh, travel publications because I consider Travel Weekly the New York Times of travel um, trade publications. But Travel Agent Magazine uh, named me three different times, three different years, one of the 100 most powerful women in travel. And that's because they come out of the travel industry. I have an insider's knowledge and perspective and have served on more boards than I care to mention in the travel industry of brand names that you know and big organizations as well as, uh, well, the the company I uh, was second in command of um, was a travel franchise company. We, we were like the McDonald's of travel agencies. So we franchised travel agencies not only in the U.S., but I spearheaded the international development of um, our travel agency um, group. And um, there are some destinations that I am totally smitten with, one of them being Ireland. And in general... Um, Not only do I know places and people, it's not just I know of them, I know them, and they know me, and they have my mobile number, and I have their home number, and their mobile number, and 
You know, if I send up smoke signals, they're going to respond to me the same day. So, um, you, in general, there's not much about Ireland I don't have a personal connection with. However, our guest, Brian Nolan, mentioned in the last segment a couple of times, or maybe in the first segment a couple of times, when you were talking about the group of New York City police officers who came to Galway, that you went over to the, the Salt Hill Hotel, and they had set up what it's called is a hospitality room. Um, if you're That's going, exactly if you're going with a group to a hotel, you may not want to take your group, especially this group with seventy some odd people. You may not want to go to the bar. There may not be the capacity for your group and the locals or other hotel residents. Um, and maybe you just want to hang out with each other and not with the locals or other guests and residents at the hotel. So the hotel can arrange a special room, and they usually have some place with a great view. Um, they set up a bar. They can arrange for a bartender, um, and they'll take care of you. And they'll also stock it with, you know, hors d'oeuvres and snacks and light fare and whatnot. So anytime, you know, any member of the group doesn't want to be um, out of the hotel or uh, in their room, they can go hang out there and they'll bump into other members, like-minded members of the group who are looking for some, as you would say in Ireland, good crack, which does not mean good drugs. Um, it means, it's spelled C-R-A-I-C, and it means... Oh, having a good time, laughing, telling stories, sharing jokes, um, enjoying one another's company and having a lot of laughs. And that's what good crack is. But you mentioned that's the it. Salt Hill Hotel. Unbridled so, fun. I'm going to give you a homework assignment. And like Mission Impossible, um, if you choose to accept it, otherwise it will self-destruct. Um, I have a very soft spot in my heart for the closest, most competitive hotel to the Salt Hill Hotel, the Galway Bay Hotel. And I have been featuring the Galway Bay Hotel for almost 20 years. You know, we started our 20th year on radio uh, this July. First Sunday this July will be the beginning of our 20th year on radio. And I've interviewed, you know, everybody since... Um, oh, the early days of Dan Murphy being the general manager there. Now he's a hot shot in the group because they also own the Hudson Bay Hotel, the uh, the Sheraton. I think it's, it's it's the Sheraton Four Points in Athlone or near Athlone. Right. It's around there yeah. somewhere. Um, they've got a couple of other hotels, uh, you know, in their group. It's a decent sized group. In any event, I wanted to interview the general manager of the Salt Hill Hotel years ago, and I made a project out of trying to get attention to get somebody to call me back so we could do that because it's right next door. It pretty much has the same view of Galway Bay that the Galway Bay Hotel has. I've never even gone into the hotel in the lo into the lobby because I didn't want to waste the time if I'm not going to be meeting with the GM. And we certainly could interview the GM by telephone because now is one of those quiet times in history when you're doing less than you normally would be doing Whatever time you would be commuting, even if you walk to work, you're not doing. This is a good time to start planning the dream trip. And so 
I've been talking with people in different parts of the world, uh, but we've been doing a lot close to home in our stay and play USA while our passports are less than desirable in other countries. Um, but they never got back to me. And, you know, I reach 11 and a half million listeners every weekend on radio. We reach 30 mil- over, it's almost 31 million television households with Travel TV with Stephanie Abrams. We're podcast on every podcaster you can name on radio. We're, arc- we're um, broadcast on anybody that has Roku. When it's 5 p.m. Eastern time in the U.S., my show... Travel TV with Stephanie Abrams is broadcast on the B-I-Z-V-O-D, BizVOD, as in video on demand. You can see it streaming live, airing live, on Roku, on the BizVOD channel on Sunday evenings, 5 p.m. Eastern time, no matter what time zone you're in. Or you can click for video on demand and see we now have um, 24 episodes of our one-hour show um, there. And we also have those same 24 episodes commercial-free at sabrams.net under Travel TV. And we're on, if you've got Amazon Fire TV, same story, 5 p.m. Eastern Time, BizVod Channel. So we reached the target market. What I always tell people who don't respond to me because maybe they don't know who I am, and it's amazing because most of Ireland knows who I am. But I tell them, you know, you just won the lottery ticket and you're about to rip it up, the winning ticket. I mean, don't do that. So I want you to do me a favor, since clearly you know the folks over there. Give the GM my contact information and tell whoever he or she is to get in touch with me. Because I'd love to talk about their hotel. They are in such a prime location in terms of location, really no different from the location at the Galway Bay Hotel, which when you wake up in the morning or you're going to sleep at night, that view is a billion-dollar view. It is in it just is, a spectacular is, spot. And if you like well, to walk... Well, you mentioned Dan Murphy uh, and him being the big noise and the big wheel in, in, in the company now, which he is because he's done the, the years and he's a, a really good professional manager of the Galway Bay Oh, he's Bay a Hotel wonderful guy. I love him. Uh, but I met Dan about uh, four months ago, and um, you know the hotel is closed, the whole property is closed. Uh, it's very sad when you walk past it. And I said, "What are you at, Dan?" He said, "Oh, my maintenance guy didn't show. I have to flush 226 toilets today." Oh my God! <laughs> ah, the glamorous life of he a was general doing manager. Maintenance, so you, you know you have to keep water flowing and whatever else it would be. So I said, Dan. That, that has to be the dream job for a lot of people. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'll call so him. When you do talk to him, you can tell him that story. Uh, the good news about the hotels all around Ireland, uh, this week uh, they've started advertising for seasonal staff. So whether uh, we get a definite green light to open for the season, uh, the hotels are preparing for the season. They're advertising for sous chefs and head bar people and waitresses and front of house and so on. It's nice to see. I hope that those those people take up the, are, are taken up into those jobs because it'll mean that the tourism doors are open. There's a good chance they our government tell us that all of our adult population will be vaccinated by the end of July. Uh, Let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Um, who does one, to whom does one respond with interest in a culinary position? Oh, I, I guess it's their HR department. Uh, I just read an ad this morning for the local hotel. Uh, it's called the Connemara Coast Hotel. Oh, I love that. Brian Burke is the marketing guy over there whose family Correct. used to own Glenmore Abbey. Brian Burke, you replied to. He has the full ad out today for that. He's looking for 30 staff and so on. Now, obviously, they'll be doing their interviews and they'll be probably swamped with application because nobody has worked in that whole industry for a whole year. Right. Uh, but, you know, it's probably a good time because even in, in the States, I guess a lot of staff who would have been nervous to move, didn't want to leave their position, they've now, the, the deck has been reshuffled. They can say, you know what, I'm actually going to go and work in Rhode Island or work in California or whatever it be. So they've actually had their their, their decision made for them by, by being locked down. By circumstance, so right. And, and it, it, could, it could augur very well for a lot of the hotels that were jealously holding on to their best staff and now of course there it's a free-for-all it's a free market but yeah, if, well, nice see, if you go to, to, to you, you, you guys flying into dublin airport flying into shannon airport uh and and making your way around here i can't wait to hear the twang of an american accent or indeed canadian or, or whatever i can't wait to see uh the excited faces and the chatter and the excitement uh, that people bring on their vacation to Ireland, because we do deliver, as you know, uh, the, the Ireland is, is a wonderful country to visit. Uh, we do deliver in spades. The people are what people talk about, uh, the green scenery and all the rest. Uh, but we can't do it unless you're here. So we really are waiting for the season to open up again. Um, if you go to sabrams.net, You'll see me wearing my favorite watermelon T-shirt that I got in Bonaire, one of the islands, the the Dutch islands of uh, Aruba, Bonaire, and Curacao, often called the ABC Islands. Yeah, it looks like I'm wearing a water piece, a slice of watermelon. I'm hiding behind an antique movie camera, and the little heading on it says Travel TV. If you click there, scroll down to the very last newest episode, number 24. You will see me, sous chef Steph, cooking, doing a cooking demo with executive chef Dino, I want to say his last name is Giatani, at the brand new Marriott Curacao Hotel in Curacao, just off the coast of South America. His family is Indian. He, he, I think he was born and grew up on the Dutch side of St. Martin, and the hotel was brand new and never got off the ground. In fact, we did this cooking demo two weeks before it was scheduled to open in October 2019. And it opened for a little bit and then it closed. And then I heard he wasn't there at the Marriott because the Marriott closed. And he was at a hotel called the Cuisinart, which I think is in uh, Antigua um, or Anguilla. I forget which. I always get them mixed up. And... Um, Last I spoke with him, he was at home doing not a whole lot in St. Martin. This guy is so talented and such a sweetheart. I'd love to see him in Ireland because he brings with him um, a background in um, European cuisine, Indian cuisine, and Caribbean cuisine. And he, well, the things he mixes up, 
will set your heart to singing. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. Don't leave me. I'm going to see if I can put make a little marriage here. Don't go away. Portions of today's show brought to you by Curacao, offering vacationers cultural experiences wrapped in history and charming traditional European architecture, a UNESCO World Heritage City on a southern Caribbean island with coves, beaches, and over 60 dive and snorkeling sites. Curacao, feel it for yourself. Visit curacao.com. Here's a unique gift for everyone on your shopping list. Do a Meet the Author chat online with Stephanie Abrams after reading Rumors, her critically acclaimed novel. Just purchase a minimum of five copies of Rumors in print or ten in ebook format from any online bookseller. Email Stephanie three convenient dates and times in 2021 when you and your giftless recipients of Rumors are available to chat. Perfect for your next book club discussion, too. Contact Rumors Meetup at AOL.com with the dates and times, and Stephanie will confirm this special event. Ask questions, share feedback, and be a part of a memorable experience for every gift-giving occasion filled with conspiracies, lies, love, lust, and intrigue. Contact Rumors Meetup at AOL.com. Visit sabrams.net for details. Rumors by Stephanie Abrams, the perfect and unique gift for everyone on your shopping list. The magic is happening at Yankee Candle Village in South Deerfield, Mass. One of New England's most popular attractions, the village is a unique entertaining world of fun, fantasy, food, and fragrance for the whole family. It's also the world's largest candle shop, where kids and grown-ups can make their own candles. The village is home to the enchanting Black Forest, where it snows year-round. Santa's Workshop, where he welcomes visitors every day of the year. And the Bavarian Christmas Village, filled with sparkling holiday ornaments. In addition to over 400,000 candles, you'll find toys, gifts, and more from great names like Pandora and Vera Bradley. And with tasty treats from Yankee Candy, Fresh Fudge, and Popcornopolis, every day is a holiday. Or sit down with the family for a wonderful meal at the award-winning Chandler's Restaurant. Yankee Candle Village in South Deerfield, Mass., where families come for the candles and stay for the fun. Take the Mass Pike to I-91, exit 24. Movie show travel itineraries with dots on maps. I want to do better than that and take you traveling by TV. Hi, this is Stephanie Abrams. Join me on Sundays on my show, Travel TV with Stephanie Abrams, airing coast to coast when it's 5 p.m. Eastern Time. Plan to sit right beside me. We'll explore travel for fun, business, reunions, weddings, honeymoons, families, and sports adventures, reaching homes in Boston, New York City, Miami, Orlando, Tampa, Dallas, Houston, Nashville, Las Vegas, Los Angeles, and more cities across America. Our affiliate TV stations are listed at biztv.com. Let's take off traveling together when it's 5 p.m. Eastern Time on Sundays. Got your bags packed yet? Here's travel with Stephanie Abrams and her traveling companion, David Isby. 
Ah, Curacao, the island that offers vacationers 55 different cultures wrapped in history and charming traditional European architecture like those you'd find in the Netherlands, but dressed in Southern Caribbean sherbet colors. Curacao's capital city, Willemstad, is a UNESCO World Heritage City waiting for you to explore its many attractions. And when you've whipped up an appetite and thirst after sightseeing and visiting your choice of over 60 dive and snorkeling sites complete with intimate coves and beaches, you'll find a wide variety of sidewalk cafes, gourmet restaurants, local eateries, and markets to satisfy every palate. Slide into Curacao's live and let live way of life. Curacao, feel it for yourself. Visit curacao.com or call toll free 800-328-7222. That's 800-328-7222. Rumors, Stephanie Abrams' novel of secrets, lies, and conspiracies that ensnare the lives of ordinary people in a tightening web that all starts with rumors. Available at Amazon.com in print and Kindle formats and BarnesandNoble.com. Rumors by Stephanie Abrams, the perfect leisure time companion. Coast to coast with the most travel professionals and the best business and leisure travel information. Travel with Stephanie Abrams and on-air traveling companion David. It's travel with Stephanie Abrams. You know, we were just talking with Brian Nolan the head and founder of Galway Walks. Check them out at galwaywalks.com in Galway, County Galway, Ireland. Um, you know, we were just talking a bit about food, which um, links back to something we talked about earlier today, and that had to do with traveling with allergies. If you have food allergies, people, go online. You will find companies that you can send your list of allergies to and they will translate them into the languages of any country or countries you may be about to visit. And get somebody to translate into the languages of the countries you will be going to a paragraph that says, I am allergic to the following things. And then list what foods or medications for that matter on a separate card um, or separately uh, in an app or something you carry in your mobile phone so that if you have to interface with doctors or you are in a restaurant, you, you know you're communicating with the waiter, the wait staff, to let them know what you are allergic to to alert the chef in the kitchen so you don't have any unnecessary mishaps. Um, I'm, we were talking about uh, the Police Officers Association group um, that came over to visit from Massachusetts, Bravo, where we're based, um, <laughs> yes, to exactly. go away. And um, I, I, I'm sure they really enjoyed all your stories that you told, but if you had been able to take them on walking tours, give us in about three minutes an overview of where would you have taken them? Well, I have to tell you, my favorite start is down at the Spanish Arch. It's where the Spanish ships that traded with Galway for hundreds of years pulled in 
And of course, the goods they brought up to us were wines and spices, of course, and fine clothing. And they took from us, well, people say whiskey, but actually they took more like uh, hides and, and, and uh, furrows from here because Ireland was a country covered in dense oak forests and lots of animals. And then I bring them across the river down to the Clada Cottage. It's a beautiful uh, thatched cottage uh, in the style that would have been there 150 years ago. The Clatter Ring, of course, everyone knows about the Clatter Ring. Uh, we all sing about the song about Galway Bay and whatever. So I uh, bring them down there and we do a few stories around the fireside, uh, looking at the beams inside. It's like being in you know, one of your houses down in Williamsburg. It brings you right into the, the action as it would have been 150 years ago. And then we trot back across the river, maybe do a stop uh at Ken Bruin, he's the author of that uh, book that you liked, uh, Jack Taylor. Right. Um, Ken Bruin has written 14 books. He's just written his last book. He's retiring from writing, he said. Anyway, I bring them over there. To Until a, he writes the next one. In the Crane Bar. And then we finish up in Air Square, maybe with a pint at O'Connell's Bar in the corner. And now, you said you, you would organize... Uh, bringing these people to meet Ken Bruin. Are they actually physically meeting Ken Bruin when COVID they, is not they, a story? They can do. He comes downtown every day. He's got a little bald head. He wears a nice little uh, Irish tweed cap and he sits outside a couple of bars having his coffee or indeed a pint and he loves when people say, oh, I just got your book. There's a couple of bookshops there. Charlie Burns is a famous bookshop in, ta- in Galway. You can get the book and he'll sign it for you, whatever. He's a really, really lovely character. Uh, it's amazing to have an author who actually lives right there in the middle of, of the scene. Uh, you know. Uh, right. <clears throat> yeah. Well, would you do me again another favor? Mm-hmm. I will, of course. If you'd put, like to give your put, number to Ken Bruin, I will. Yeah, please put us together. Oh, that would be actually, you know what? You'd enjoy that. He is oh, you bet. My audience will too. And, and boy, what an imagination. Uh, Ken Bruin, B-R-U-E-N. You'll pick up his book on Amazon or wherever you buy your books. Well, Barnes I want to thank you for joining us. I promised Owen Corey t- earlier today that he would sing us out of this hour. So we're going to have a little Irish traditional short song to sing us out of this hour of today's show. Thanks for joining us. Everybody, come back next week. Got to fly now. And Stephanie, actually, before we go, as promised, here's Owen Corey singing us out today. Of all the money that e'er I spent, I spent it in good company. And of all the harm that e'er I've done, Alas, it was to none but me. And all I've done for want of wit, to memory now I can't recall. So fill to me the parting glass. Good night and joy be with you all.